With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Everything Home, the transformational show about life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. Let's take the word freedom. Wouldn't it be great to have more professional freedom, personal freedom, and how about financial freedom? Every week, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, interviews experts, entrepreneurs, professionals, and purpose-driven people to share their stories, their passions, and provide real-life, tangible takeaways. Get ready to be entertained, yet learn some incredible information. This is Everything Home, and this is Michelle Swinnick. It's Nooner in America, Corruption County, Arizona, and time to start your week off right with Michelle and the Everything Home Dog Radio Show. <laughs> We're your censorship-free, safe space, sanctuary, speakeasy for patriots. Our motivated Easter Monday live studio audience is rejoicing because the greatest freedom fighter of all time has risen, Jesus. Now more than ever, we need to pick up where he left off. This is our time, our Joshua moment to save America. Joshua 1.9, this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. 365 times in that book or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Put on your common sense caps with the people. Remember, once you commit, everything changes. Grab your pen and paper for all the quality content you're about to hear. It's Take Action April and time to make your business, your life, and this country better. Take Action BLC. Today's topics on Episode 303, Hypnotherapy for Everyday Issues, Precinct Committeemen, and Grassroots Engagement in Arizona. Shame, guilt, healing, selling made easy, connecting with nature, Republican Party update for Arizona. Lots of Arizona going on. We got a lot of things here. It's like the hotspot of all kinds of anarchy. Motivational success mindset, the truth about Iran, Islam, and Sharia. You got to say it like that, Iran. With special guests, Lori Klein Corbin, Rod Califf, and Annie Cyrus, all delivered by our partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace. They're good people doing good business and good things. I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Yeah, keep that in mind for everything. Everything you've been told is a lie, people. Just go opposite line like George Costanza. Today's lineup is loaded with movers, shakers, but no candlestick makers. Michael Mesmer, hypnotherapist, helping people find powerful solutions to stress, sleep, and weight control. Greg Dutton, precinct committeeman and grassroots engagements to save America. Lois Hollis, shame, guilt, healing. It's time to stop blaming yourself. Turn your life around and never look back. We're in the second quarter, peeps. It's time to get your act together. Judy Hoberman, sales and leadership trainer and coach, founder of Selling in a Skirt. She's going to teach you how to sell your stuff. 
Joanne Sullum, artist, author, and wildlife advocate, connecting with nature. Oh, she's not going to like what I have to say to her about my plant today. And sitting shotgun in Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox with three special guests at 1 p.m. Pacific time, Lori Klein-Corbin, National Committeeman, or I have to say committee woman, or committee trans, committee person. <laughs> oh, my God. LGBTQ, FLSA, plus or minus. National Committee Woman for the Republican Party of Arizona. She ain't no rhino at 130 Raj Kellef top business owner, God, I think I said his name wrong, top business owner, personal development coach, cash flow expert, and hosts the number one commercial real estate podcast on the planet Earth. And at 2 p.m., our buddy Annie Cyrus, human rights activist, former child bride from Iran, an Islamic Sharia expert. She's hosted the new show on Frank's speech to deliver the truth about the Middle East. So be sure to stick around for the entire show. Facts, truth, take action, items, resources, and of course, some entertainment Visit everythinghomeaboutus.com. That is your take action menu. That's everything you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. Don't forget everything about our guests, their website, their own shows, all connected on there. Don't forget this is all one location for all the information, the ultimate resource platform. Take action, people. Take action. Take action menu. Remember, pray, plan, take action. That's how you start your day. Breaking news. Interest rates are at 10-year highs. The border is being invaded, and you ain't seen nothing yet, kids. We've been talking about it since January of last year. Mm-hmm. Inflation is at 40-year highs, and a huge food shortage is coming. The 2020 election was filled with fraud all by design, and none of it needs to be happening. The actions of the elected and selected elite are affecting everything. That means everything in your life. And what are you doing about it? Things that make you go Our biggest power is in numbers, and it's time we come together. So are you ready to fight for your freedom, collaborate, promote your business and group, take action, meet like-minded people, be the loud super spreader of courage, freedom, and common sense that you know that you are? Remember that 2.0 version of YOU in 2022? Join the Save My Freedom movement. Go to the Take Action menu, everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. Sign up for the newsletter. It's your first step. Second step, go to the All Info tab. It's going to get you all the details about all the different groups and what this movement's all about. You can text ACTION, A-C-T-I-O-N, to 91776, and it's all free. Again, our power is in numbers, and it's time to stand up, speak up, and show up, people, because we don't got a lot of time left. You know why? Because it's April 18th, day 764 of 15 days to slow the spread. Snap out of it. It's also day 451 of the Biden-Obama Nazi regime, which is the most successful administration in the history of America at accomplishing their agenda of destroying our country. It's doing a great job. And O'Biden is the largest trafficker of human and sex slaves and pedophilia, joined by Disney, on the planet. Now it's time to meet the partners of Everything Home, Socially Conscious World Network, and Market Blurs. Today's topics on episode 303, Hypnotherapy for Everyday Issues, Precinct Committeemen, and Grassroots Engagement in Arizona. This applies to every state. So we're just giving you an example of one. Remember we did that patriotic showcase where we had 25 amazing people. We got sabotage. That was episode 298. Tune into that, and you will get inspired. You will get motivated. And if you uh, need to reach out to anybody because you want to get involved and you don't know where to go, you can contact us. You can contact anybody on the show. We're going to get you the information you need. Or you, just draw, you can just join the Save My Freedom movement. We cover all 50 states. There you go. 
will probably involve Canada at some point. Shame, guilt, healing, selling made easy, connecting with nature, Republican Party for Arizona, motivational success mindset, the truth about Iran, Islam, and Sharia. With special guests Lori Klein, Corbin, Rod Cullif, and Annie Cyrus. This is going to be a good show today. I'm in fuego, people, so watch out. Let's get ready to rumble! First up is my buddy, Michael Mesmer. It's been a while. He's a hypnotherapist and creator of the COVID Gnosis Hypnotherapy Program, helping people find powerful solutions to stress, sleep, and weight control. Audience, big round of applause. Michael Mesmer, where have you been? Where have you been? Oh, Michelle, I have been, I have been all over the place. I am uh, in Poteet, Texas today, getting ready to perform my transgnosis comedy hypnosis shows at the Poteet Strawberry Festival this weekend. And it's my 30th year there, so I'm looking forward to it. Oh, how awesome. I figured you've been traveling because uh, you've got so much activity going on, shows, events, and I love that you take hypnotherapy. You just throw in a little bit of comedy. But at the end of the day, people really get some sort of tools that they use, which we've talked about. It's not, you're not going into a trance. You're not going to drop your drawers, peeps. It's actually something where, <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, you've seen those videos of the guy's like slapping himself and he's yes, like, what? I don't know, I'm a chicken. That. crazy. It's not like that. You just, we just, we don't even realize the power that we have within ourselves. You know, it's like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. She always had it inside her. You know, there's no place like home. So we just need that. We need those, those skills to be uh, just shown to us, reinvigorated. And, and that's what you're doing when you're actually helping people and entertaining. Tell us, uh, tell us oh, something yeah, about the trip and the- tell us what, uh, what else you want to share because you, you're all bottled up, I'm sure. Well, uh, I hope not. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's another uh, show, just, Michael. That's I, a whole another show. Yeah, that's another exactly. Oprah. Okay, okay. Exactly. No, I love Texas. I'm really glad to be in Texas in the heartland here and being with cool people and having a great time. And like I say, the festival is going to be awesome. But also, I'm doing hypnotherapy on the road because I do most of my hypnotherapy via Zoom now, as you know. And so um, I uh, I'll be doing hypnotherapy tomorrow morning with a client, as a matter of fact, while I'm here on the road. So uh, yeah. But as far as something for them to take with them, I always like to tell people, you know, you have to just settle down and listen to yourself at some point. You know, we're so busy. We're so overloaded by everything, you know, whether and I, as we always talk about, do not watch the news every day. It will destroy you. You know, the, the, the popular media listen to you. Absolutely. But, you know, <laughs> the news in general, it will tear you apart, you know, because you'll hear this negativity and these things that they talk about over and over trying to program you. So my biggest thing that I always tell people is take control of your own life. Don't let other people take control of your life by programming you on a daily basis. Yeah, that's great advice. But you know what the thing is, Michael, and you and I have talked about this before, people need reminders. You need constant reminders of this because we're so bombarded with propaganda and just junk. And like you said, people are busy. busy. A lot of it's busy work. So you kind of got to – you know, maybe pay attention to a couple of these business segments where you can realize and uh, what is real work versus busy work. And then all of a sudden, boom, you have all this extra time. You're like, I had no idea. I was just kind of farting around, right. but I thought I was busy. <laughs> well, and the thing is spend time with yourself. You know, we, we tend to run from ourselves because a lot of us, all of us have some baggage. And so what we do is we run from ourselves, not wanting to listen to who we are. 
And in doing so, we look for other sources to fill that gap, and that's the bad thing to do. You know, every, you've got to take a time. You've got to take at least a couple minutes a day to sit there, be quiet, be into yourself, and just face who you are. And also in doing so, relax and let go of things. So, you know, that's the thing. Today, the world is so overloaded with information, information, information. And, you know, you're on the Facebook, you're on the YouTube, and they're all good if you use them for the right reasons. But if you're using them just to fill up your insides, then unfortunately, you get led the wrong direction. And just a footnote, I prefer to say I have nice luggage rather than baggage. So we just always want to say that. <laughs> so well, start what using that. luggage do you <laughs> What does your luggage look like? No, I won't. <laughs> Very nice. I Remember, won't do therapy today. That's a whole nother Oprah, a whole nother show, right? We're gonna yes, ma'am. Over that but no, but truly, truly, we have to. We truly have to not let other people control our minds and and learn to control our own minds. That's really what I always try to tell people on the short term, as far as just a quick message, you know, like we're talking about today. So, what would you suggest? Do you want somebody to let's let's do this? Do you have something quick that we can give them as a little technique? that they can either start their day or when things kind of go a little hairy scary during the day, like a little squirrely before they go down a rabbit hole that they could kind of, like you said, be with yourself, take a little time out. Is there some, some little, I don't want to say trick, but like a technique that you have that we can share. Well, you know, um, if you're in a, a work situation, for instance, and you're working in a building with people, if you have a situation that comes up that stresses you, the best thing you can do is as quickly as possible, when, when you can do it, to get away from that setting. In other words, I always recommend people to go in the restroom stall if they have even 10, you know, 10 minute break, just so they can have some quiet, peaceful, private time. Uh, and, and while you're there, Simply do some breathing techniques, relax, and just let go of it. Because what happens is if someone says to you something at work, say like, um, well, you didn't do very well on that report, you know, you've got to get back to it, or something that would be negative, what happens is it starts a chemical reaction in your brain, and in doing so, you have, it ruins your whole day, if not your whole week. So you have mm-hmm. to stop that chemical reaction. So to stop that chemical reaction, the best way is to isolate yourself when you can, as quickly as you can, and just take a deep breath, relax, and think of something you know, totally opposite of whatever that situation is. Just think about another, something else. It could be um, what, whatever you're doing for the weekend or whatever. Just sit there in that stall for, you know, 10, for five minutes and think about that and get your mind totally off what happened. And that way you can stop that negative chemical reaction. And then you don't go down that spiral. You don't keep going with that same uh, type of energy where you're you're right. getting out of control. You switch it. You literally stop it and say like, and um, I rebuke you, demon, bah! and they all go away. Like, Damn, she's good. And then all of a sudden, you're you starting can, to have a good day. You can do that for sure. If you, it depends on your point of reference and, and you know your religious beliefs. But yes, you can do that, or you can, as I say, just think about a happy time that you had the weekend before, the weekend after, or even a month ago. Just turn your mind totally to a different thought. Sit in that stall isolate yourself from everyone and get a few moments of peace and it will stop that negative chemical reaction from happening and it will turn your whole day into a positive day regardless of what someone has tried to attempt to do to you. So you said you were doing a lot of Zoom consultations with people for the hypnotherapy. So what is the most popular issue that people are contacting you with that they need the help with right now? You know, I find that um, a lot of people you know, are contacting me because they're just having a time. Many people still, because of all the mind, you know, control that happened, they really are still struggling about the COVID issue, not the the dead disease itself, not that itself, but they're still struggling with getting out in groups, okay? They're really having a hard time being in, 
it's horrible because the mm. media did such a job on everybody, you know. And so I'm still working with that. But honestly, the biggest issue always ends up being something that happened when we were young, um, when we were little children that changed the trajectory of our life. And going in there and trying to rework that and help people to see it from a different perspective as an adult and then release them so they can move on and have a happy life. Yeah, a happy life. Well, that's, I think, something we all strive for. And your services are very affordable. So give your website and plug anything that you need to, my friend. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, my website is www.covidnosis.weebly.com. Or if you want my show, it's www.mesmer.weebly.com. And if there's anybody in Texas listening or you're coming to Texas this weekend, we're about, the festival's about an hour south of San Antonio. It is a fantastic event. Um, it's three days. And, you know, normally they only have 5,000 people in town, but they draw about 60,000 people a day to this event. So it's an amazing wow. event. I, I enjoy it. I love it. You know, even my stage shows were actually therapy sessions because people come up looking to enjoy themselves and release. And it's family style, so it's all clean. And we'd love to have some of your people come out that listen to your station and say hello to me, and I'll relate to you how many people came out to see me. But I would love them to come out to Poteet Strawberry Festival this weekend. That would be fun to meet people one-on-one. What an awesome experience, and there's so many people going out to it. How fun just to do that for a couple days. So thank you, Michael Mesmer. Have fun traveling across the country. And I hope that you are able to join us, if not next month, the next month after, because I love your segments and you're such a great supporter and and you're such a good man and and you help people. Who knew? A good guy. Well, Michelle, you're the, you're the best radio host in the country and I love you. And thanks for having me on as your guest. Oh, see, then now you can come back tomorrow. I don't even have a show. I'll do a special one for you. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Thanks, my friend. Have fun in Texas. All right. Have a great day. Bye bye. Thanks. Oh, so fun. Such a good guy. I encourage you to go check it out. Even if you just do a session or two, it's going to give you the techniques that you need. Uh, so he's, not, he's not the type of person that when I like, string you on, like, you know, it's not, not, no offense to chiropractors, but you go to a chiropractor and they go, oh, okay, well, you need to have uh, 500 sessions and then we're going to get it fixed. And you're like, Dude, 500 sessions. Okay, well, maybe um, let's start with 50. You're like, no, 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 I don't need 50. So not only is he going to help you in, at the sessions, he's going to give you the techniques so you can kind of work on doing this stuff on your own. And I always admire that when professionals give you the skills so that you don't have to be with them for years. You know, obviously it would be great to have a client for life, but at some point you have to let the little baby bird fly from the nest. And I think that is the key to finding the right like-minded people to work with. And that's what you're finding on this platform here, Everything Home, our patriotic purpose-driven resource platform. Yes, we've got the talk radio show on Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific time. We've got the TV show, which is also on Conservative Television of America on Fridays at 4 p.m. Pacific time. But uh, you've got all these incredible resources at your take action menu. Everything home about us.com, everything home about us.com. And we are working on that website. I'm tell you when it is done, you're going to go, Oh my God, Michelle, this thing's amazing. All of the guests that you've had, plus other groups, other organizations, other small business owners and platforms and things that I need, everything I need to grow my business, enhance the quality of my life and make a difference, especially in my community. It's right here. It's going to be your starting point. You go there to start your day and then you're going to go to wherever you need to. And we all do this together. That's the whole save my freedom movement. We all are in this together. It's 1218. I said I was going to keep it tight today. So what we are going to do is we're going to jump over to Chandler, Arizona. Whoa, just down the street. Chandler, Arizona, my next guest is Greg Dutton. He's a conservative husband, father, and America first patriot. 
who was a precinct committee man and second vice chairman for LD12 in Chandler, Arizona. Audience, big round of applause for one of my grassroots buddies. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Uh, we're waiting for the applause. <laughs> they're a little sluggish from uh, they're a little ah, sluggish thank from you so much for having me on this. Oh, from dessert. Okay. Oh, yeah, well, well Easter. Well, the, show again. I, you're welcome. Oh, it's yeah. Actually, the Easter dessert is my problem. I had some dessert yesterday, and once you hit a certain age, dessert and, and an adult body, they they're not friends. So, so I'm like, my stomach has just been a nightmare. Literally, it's crazy. It's like, what happened? What happened? Like, when you're, you're forcing me to eat fruit? You're like, what is this? You know what I mean? So, uh, not it's so the marshmallow time. peeps that do do me oh, in. No, this was like <laughs> real desserts, like like normal people desserts. It wasn't even any of that sugary fun stuff. So I don't know. Like I said, you hit a certain age and everything just goes to the crapper. But uh, you know, it is what it yeah. is. Well, so great. happy belated Easter to you and all and your happy, listeners, by the way. Thank you, and happy belated Easter to you too. So you are recently now uh, elected as the second vice chairman for all these new districts that we just had, which is going to be very interesting because there was, I would say that there was maybe like a 50-50 movement of grassroots replacing some of the uh, more establishment rhinos here in all the districts. Some of them, those those rhinos, they got their stronghold there, you know, they're not budging, you know what I mean? They love McCain, (laughs) they ain't going nowhere. So um, tell us what's going on. That seems to be the case. Yeah, I know. It's crazy here, especially in anarchy, Arizona, America, corruption county. So tell us, what are you seeing, at least positive changes, and then let's uh, let's dig in and talk about some of the stuff that we well, need I'm, to participate in. That's a great place to start. I'm super excited because the last time we spoke, I was in the running for the uh, second vice chair position, and, and I was sworn in. And I am pleased to report that our entire board – of LD, of LD12 are America First Patriots, the entire Yay. board. And we're working incredibly well together so far. And your friend Patty Porter is doing a really great job on PC training and, and uh, organizing for poll watchers and, and setting up uh, – uh, and, and recruiting uh, PCs. So um, before I get too much further, I, I have to mention that today – Today is the deadline. Today, 5 p.m., if you are a PC out there and you're listening and you did not get your petitions in and your nomination form turned in by May 4th, you have until today, 5 p.m., to get your write-in nomination form turned into the MECTech 3rd Avenue in Lincoln in downtown. You've got to get that turned in today by 5 p.m. Otherwise, your term as a PC ends on October 1st. So you, you may remember that we went through that whole PC kill bill debacle that put us all on our heels and in turmoil for three weeks. And then the Yavapai court overturned that. It literally tried to kill the America first movement, the PC, the America first PC movement, the PC strategy by uh, passing that bill. Uh, all the legislators who signed it without reading it um, are essentially on notice uh, but the judge in Yavapai overturned that. So we, we were still back in the running. We never stopped. Uh, but all that created, all that confusion and chaos uh, caused us to lose a number of PCs, dropped out. Either, mm-hmm. either felt like they weren't wanted, weren't needed, uh, weren't going to be able to do anything. Uh, but, you know, maybe we're slow to get back into the swing of things. So uh, there's a number of them that fall, fell out. 
So you, we have until today, 5 p.m., to get your write-ins turned in. And if your precinct is not full already or at quota, then you will certainly be able to uh, resume and, and continue on as a precinct committeeman after the August 2nd election. So it's really, really important. Okay, so <clears throat> that's the first thing. And the next thing is, um, you know, thanks to the incredibly hard effort and the, the work, the teamwork of our legislative district, our website, ld 12 has an amazing calendar on there, and we've got on the 19th, which is uh, tomorrow, uh, PC training, poll watcher, uh, worker overview, uh, and you'll see the, the locations and times. And then on the 20th, we have a meet the candidates night. Uh, we try to do this every month, uh, Wednesday, uh, the 20th, of, uh, I think third Wednesday. But just take a look at the calendar. You'll see we have one coming up on Wednesday at the Foothills West uh, Country Foothills Club West Community Center. So those are some really important events and, and dates for everybody to be aware of right now. Also, so for all anybody PCs who's are welcome, though, right? All Pardon? PCs are welcome. So, like, you guys are doing a training on yeah. 19. Like, mine doesn't yeah. have any training. So it doesn't yeah. matter. I mean, this is this is where I'm trying to – not trying, I am. I'm bringing and encouraging all of them to work together. So anybody who's a PC, yeah. or even if you're not a PC and you want some training because you don't necessarily want the, the title as PC, but you want to get involved, go to the training. It does. You don't need yeah. the title to participate, right? And if you don't want to have right. the other obligations that go with it, which there's actually not a lot, you're literally not a lot, but you want to get involved, yeah. start going to these events. So that is on – give the website again because it cut out. LD12GOP.org is a good place to start. So you can see the details in there. And uh, I'm sure – so if anybody is a PC today and they want to get in on that training, they should go there for more information. I just noticed one thing that needs to be corrected in that, uh, the details. The, um, the actual address to reply to is not correct, but it should still forward. But if not, just please – just send an email to first vice chair chair at ld12.gop and uh, we'll try to accommodate. So um, for anybody who's not a precinct committee man but would like to be, um, you, it, you still could possibly become a precinct committee man if you get that nomination right in form turned in. So contact your local precinct and you can do that by going to the Maricopa County Recorder's uh, website and look for your current precinct committeemen uh, that are in there. But if you go to recorder.maricopa.gov slash elections slash precinct committeemen, that's with an E, men, uh, dot ASPX, uh, that will get you to the latest official list of PCs and then you'll, you can find your precinct use district locator. I know it's a lot, a lot of information to dump on you all at once, but um, we really do need to have people aware, especially if you're America first and you want to see a change, you want to see our GOP headed in the right direction. And being a precinct committeeman is absolutely imperative. It's the only way to really truly be actively involved in the, in the party. So thank you for giving me that time. No, you're welcome. And it's actually bigger than making sure the GOP is headed in the right direction. It's making sure that your life is headed in the right direction because the elected and selected yes. elites control everything. As you can see now, all of the things, like I mentioned in the beginning of the show, do not need to be happening. All of the bad things in this country should not be happening. They're happening by design, not because we are not in control of uh, making sure the right people get into office. 
So uh, we need to That's all show sure. up. Otherwise, you're not going to have a business, and you're not going to be going to a <clears throat> soccer game because there will be no soccer game. So uh, that, it's pretty much about my people. Sure. Um, so Greg, thank you for coming we're back on. on. Yeah, we, we, I and I would love to come back. I, I, I have so much more that I can't share with you right now today, unfortunately. But if I can come back mm-hmm. next week, perhaps squeeze me in for a minute, or I'll send you an email. I just we got some exciting things coming that I need you to know about and, and your listeners to know about. So I really appreciate yeah, the time. Thank you for having well, me. I'll squeeze, I will. I'll squeeze you in, Greg, only because uh, because you're my buddy and because you're here right. in Anarchy, Arizona, Mayor Corruption County. Other than that, I think. <laughs> no, no, no way. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> I love you, Michelle. Right. Thank you so much. You're a great host. I love you. All Thank right. you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Ah, so, people, if you uh, – let's just say you don't want to be a pre- precinct committee man. You're like, oh, it's too much work going to a meeting once a month and knocking on some doors in my own neighborhood and talking to my own very own neighbors to maybe get to know them. I know. It's just like a lot of work, right? You know, saving your country. That's okay. You know, but you're like, but I want to do something, and I need to do something. We don't want to say do something. We want to take action, right? Doing something is getting out of bed. That doesn't count. And what you want to do is you want to take action. That's what the whole Save My Freedom movement is about because we want to make sure that we're saving our collective freedoms. You know, collective, that's, a, that's an inclusion word, right? Diversity and inclusion. You know, I love that. We need a department on this show for diversity and inclusion. I think I'm going to make one up. So join our Save My Freedom movement because what we're doing is we're bringing together, get this people, because you're like, Michelle, I can't, I can't join anything because I got to work. I got to go promote my business. I got to increase my sales. You're going to learn about that from Judy in a few minutes here. Um, but what if, what if we brought together groups, organizations, small business owners, entrepreneurs, influence, and some purpose-driven people who want to, like all like-minded people? And said, hey, we're going to do these take action items to, um, to stand up and take action and support patriots who love America, right? And we've got different groups that you can join. And then you get to know these people. And you're doing things in the community to uh, take care of the elected and selected elite and also participate maybe some, some community groups like yeah, and I'm picking up trash on the side of the road. Well, I'm not saying you have to do that, but I'm just giving you a widespread of different things. Plus, you're going to find out about all kinds of great events for business, for personal, for life, for community, BLC. Remember BLC, Business, Life, and Community? Oh, and like health and fitness and things like that. You know, the things that I don't like to do, the fitness part, the exercise. Ugh, used to be an athlete. Not, not, no, no, 1229. I'm coming for you, Lois. Just bear with me. So what I want you to do is this community that we're building is going to have all those people in there. And for, it's free. Oh, my God. So you could join the different groups. And, uh, of course, you know, we've got all of those experts and uh, amazing people that come on the show. So you're going to be able to find them. So all I'm asking you to do, sign up for the newsletter to start. And then you would join the, each of the groups. So you're going to go to our take action menu, which has all kinds of information to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life and make a difference, especially in your communities. Everything home about us.com, everything home about us.com. You're going to click the tab that says join the newsletter. So we're going to keep you informed. And then you're two or three tabs down. It's going to say like all the info that's going to get to the website. That's the different groups to join and how to participate and how to promote yourself, your business, your shows, your organizations, your groups, whatever you got. Because if we put all that, what we're doing, we're putting in all that, especially in the new website, it's going to be amazing. So then it's easy to find all this stuff. And you're like, oh, well, what if I need this? Boop, it's right there. It's right there. So let's do this. I'm going to bring on Lois. I'm going to bring on my buddy Lois, Lois Hollis. She is a shame and guilt educator, counselor, and filmmaker. She's also the creator of the Soul Speaks Method of Healing. Audience, big round of applause. Hello. 
my friend. How are you? I I love love your enthusiasm. We have turned a corner, Michelle. Oh, tell me tell me more, my friend. Well, because you know, I, I've been listening to you for you know half an hour or whatever, and you know <laughs> I just see this bright glowing light coming out of you and then the show, and it's like it's like contagious all over the world. Wow, oh, I love that. Let's spread it, Lois. Let's I spread it, it like butter on a butter on a piece of nice sourdough bread. Yeah, we uh, inhale your messages of light and freedom, and we exhale it to the world. How about that one? I think it's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And you know, the thing is, is we can change the momentum. We can change Anything. the energy. We can change in immediately if we all did it. If we all pull our heads out of our arses and stopped focusing on the propaganda that they're trying to drill into you, then we can literally change everything. Yeah. And then you could focus on your business uh, most of the day right. rather than some other crap. And, and if you're scared and putting on a mask, yeah. and, you know, give me that bioweapon yeah. booster. Who wants to do that? Oh, like, really, I don't really. want to die. So you, yeah. If you're, I had an aha moment this week. Mm. I, um, you know, being on podcasts, you know, we talk and talk and guess what? Figured out that depression and anxiety and fear and um, not good enough and all those crazies are symptoms. They're not diseases. They're not mental orders. They're symptoms of shame, guilt, energy around you. What a different way of looking at it. It is. It's time that we actually take some personal responsibility, Lois. And I think that that is what you... You're delivering on the shows that you go on, not to mention the clients and the videos that you have that you're, you're, you're telling them, this is you, like you're making it worse. Like basically you're, you're in a not so nice way. I mean, I'm more blunt. I'm like, you're sitting in a poopy diaper and you know how to change it. And you're like, I don't feel like it. And then you're like, that's stinky. And why do, why, why do I have a rash? Well, because you're not doing anything and there's a whole stack of diapers right next to you. Like you don't even have to get up. You can touch them with your hands. And you're, you say it much more eloquently than I do, but I kind of want to go right well, for jugular because throw, I'm, I'm tired of seeing shitty, it. Yeah, throw the shitty diaper of shame, guilt, energy out <laughs> and breathe in the light that Michelle is bringing today. How about that one? <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my God, that was great. Um, yeah. yeah, from one think, end it's coming out, and you're bringing uh, in the love and the light and the joy from Michelle's show, and there you go. Oh, out in yeah, with the new funny. and out in the garbage can with the old, because that's where all right. it all belongs in the garbage can. <laughs> and then take the garbage to the curb and hope maybe they just take the garbage, to, just take the can, put the can in another can, and send it away. I'll be done with it for once and for all. So let's do this, Lois. All right, I got in your mind. In your mind, you just like, like you know what happens when you get flies around you. You keep going, you know, get off of me, get off of me. Well, that's when people give you this shame, and you got to do this, and you got to do that, and you just go boing, boing, boing. I give it back to you, boing, boing. It doesn't belong to me. That's all. Yeah, like a fly swatter. Just give it away. Like I talk on the phone and someone's being the shaming person. I take my hand, hold in the cell phone. The other hand, I'm going boing, 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 like a wave. Boing, boing, (laughs) go back to you, go back to you, go back to you. Because I don't take it. And then there is a point where you have, again, I'm going to say, I'm going to say personal responsibility to yourself to 
slight to slowly, if you have to do it slowly, or sometimes you could do it kind of, um, you know, cut and dry, remove those people that are in your life. Because if they constantly are coming at you with all this, you don't need that. I mean, you can give them a couple pointers. You can no, tell you them to ease up. You could say, hey, listen, dude, that's cool for your other negative, psychotic, demonic friends. That's cool for them. But for me, at least pretend and come on this side. And if you can't, I got to let you go. Like I said, you know, if they, what's the saying? If you love something, you will set it free. So you have to kind of, there's a point where you have if to you let love these yourself, people go. you got to set it free. Ah, okay. I like I have it one better. Thing. You love yourself. Okay. Now, people say, oh, I don't want to give all that self back to that person. Well, you know what? When you give back to the person that gave you the shame, guilt words, and you give the words back to them, guess what? They realize that they have done something wrong. So you're actually helping them. You're not hurting them. Interesting, yeah, it, isn't it? it? And they'll catch up. You know, maybe it'll take six months, years, decades. Who knows? Whatever, not your problem. Not your problem. You're not hurting them. You're being a friend by saying, look, you stole my jewels or you did this to me. I'm giving it back to you because I don't own your shame, guilt, energy. That's yours. I'm not your shame bucket. Okay? Yeah, I'm not your, I'm not your shame, guilt, shame doormat bucket. either. I'm not, a, I'm not your doormat. Well, it's more yeah. of a bucket because it fills up. Like the guy, the talk, I'm sorry, I forgot his name. You know, you, from your past, and you've got to change your oh, reference. You've got to change your mind. He's right. But all this stuff that we have gathered, our body has became a shame, guilt bucket. And I declare I am not a shame, guilt bucket anymore. I turn my bucket upside down. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. So, yeah, and get I, rid of it. Empty it. Empty it. And if you have problems, see, this is this is why we're building this community, Lois. And you're you're a big proponent of it. You're, you you're a big supporter. You've been around for a long time with us, because then we have like-minded people that don't have the shame, guilt. I mean, yes, everyone has a little bit, but that's not their mo for the day. They don't wake up and they're like, ah, I can't wait to bring everyone else down with me. So we that's that's okay. Some people are like that, but you know, we're we're building this community where those people aren't. They're not allowed in the club because nobody needs that. We're well, all adults at this point. And you know what, Michelle? They don't want to belong to our, our crowd. Do you know why? No. Because we give the shame guilt back to them, and they feel worse when they come around us, which is so cool. Do you see how that works? If you yeah. gave the shame guilt back to them, they feel worse. So they don't – see, they come in to virgin people who don't know any better, and they dump their shame on you because you're a shame bucket. If you're not a shame bucket, then you throw it back to them – they don't like being around you, and they find their own group of shamers. How yeah, cool and let the shamers that? let the shamers unite, and let's be in our own special let club. Let the shamers join their own group. They keep throwing shame all around them, and we don't accept it because we don't. We are not. That's what I want to say today. We are not shame guilt buckets. Oh God, Lois, this is your funniest. We are returned to sender. This is your this is your funniest segment. Give your website because I got to bring on Judy. <laughs> that was that was brilliant, my friend. <laughs> okay, so what, we're not. What's your website? Give your website. Bucket. We're we are not the shame guilt buckets. We are the shame guilt send return to sender. Oh, like the mail that you don't sender. accept, return to sender. It's that song, return okay. to sender. Da, 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 Address da, da, da. unknown. Right, give the website. I gotta go. Okay, I love you. 
Give the website. Give your website. Hurry, hurry. Oh, Lois Hollis, L-O-I-S-H-O-L-L-I-S dot com. Come to my website. See my third episode, and it's how to make friends with your inner critic. I got a movie on it. And it's a good one. And it's ah. short for our short goldfish attention spans. So I encourage you to go check it Only out. Thank you, Lois. Minutes. Love you. <laughs> nice Bye. and quick. Love you, too. Bye. <laughs> That was, that was a great segment. I told you today's going to be a good show, people. It is 1239, and before I bring on Judy, I'm not going to play the commercials. I'm going to do that in the next segment, but I just wanted to give you a heads up. Head over to our marketplace, would you please? Head over to the marketplace. Not only are you going to get amazing products and services that are at even discounts, uh, that you're not going to, you won't get those if you go directly to their websites. And there are 57 different well-known websites and brands. There's actually more than 57, but I can't keep changing the marketing every time I add 10 more of them, right? Because it's just time consuming. It doesn't really matter, does it? You just need to go there, check it out first. You've got stuff like MyPillow. You've got, um, you've got Bright Pound Store. You know, remember I told you there's a food shortage coming. You might want to get some. My Patriot Supplies on there. Uh, BrightTownStore.com is on there, which they have all kinds of supplies like that too. But the number one thing, uh, besides the MyPillow, you, know, you get all the discounts, things like that, uh, is the Zebzalinko, ZSAC, and Z-Detox immune boosting pills. So not only are they the ones that are going to fight the, the quote-unquote COVID, right, the COVID or whatever else they're going to throw at us, but they're normal, they're supplements that you need anyway. And once you start taking these things, actually it, uh, uh, it changes uh, in a positive way because you're probably deficient in them anyway. You know, knock on wood, I never got the COVID. Never got it, knock on wood. And that's not the FBI or the CIA coming to get me. There's no black suburbans in the front of my house. I don't think there's anybody coming through the windows yet. I'd let you know, guys. I'll let you know. So, um, so I encourage you to go check that out. If you use promo code HOME for all the products, you get a discount. Uh, and that's for all of the different ones. Uh, but then and just go to the marketplace. If you go to the air, and Zeb's link, you get the 5% off plus the free shipping. And it's really, really inexpensive compared if you do it separately. Plus, 2 to 20% of your total purchase price is donated to our nonprofit partners and groups, helping vets, pets, kids, and freedom. So how better, you, two birds, one stone kind of thing, right? So then that way you're helping all these amazing groups. You're not having to make a donation to any of them. You're supporting the things that you believe in. And you're getting the products and services that you need. Plus, you're helping out the show, right? And you're helping out all these groups. So go to the Take Action menu, everythinghomeaboutus.com. And I put a couple different ones on there. Zeb's got his own TAM. My pillow, Mike Lindell's got his own TAM. The flagship company's got his own. Patriotic Gear, there's six different companies. You can get amazing products and services. There's a whole health preparedness one. And then the general marketplace. So just go there. Start using that as a resource. All right, 1241, I got to bring on June. I got to bring Judy. Judy, I, I looked at the date. Wait till I tell her what the date was when she was on the show. It's unbelievable. It was August. August. Yeah, the time is a fleeting. It's like that, um, it's that movie, um, Let's Do the Time Warp Again. Uh, uh, horror. Horror. I'll, t- I'll think of it. I'll think of it. So my next guest is Judy Hoberman. She's a sales and leadership trainer and coach who makes selling so easy. She's also the founder in a, of Selling a Skirt and one of our favorite all-star partners who has been Apparently too busy for this show. Audience, big round of applause. <laughs> Judy, it's been since August. Do you believe that? I know, and I'm never too busy for you. It's just that life happens. You know that. I know. I get it. I, me too. I can't even believe that it's already the 18th of August, 2022. I, but what are you going to do? I, I know. I know. Well, I've been listening to your guests, and some of them are hysterical. <laughs> I know. Everybody's been on in Fuego today. It's kind of, I'm having a good time over here, and <laughs> so it's, it's all good. Like I want, <laughs> say what? 
full moon for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the you know the animals are you got them all riled up and they're restless. Yep. I'm gonna just throw the meat in the cage and we'll see what happens. It's all good. <laughs> uh, so you know you're you're literally the, really the queen of selling and even leadership training. And when I saw that you were on the calendar, I said, oh thank thank God she's on because you know there's so much that we talk about on the show. But I always try to go back and at least have a couple different business experts on because obviously we've got to be successful in our business to make money, to just have time to go do all the things we need to do. And I don't want people to take away from that. I mean, I always say like, you know, get involved in the community, but I want to make sure, you know, obviously people need to work. Right. So that's why we're combining all of it together. But um, so as far as sales, right, we're in second quarter. Um, what are some of the things that, that you're teaching and telling your clients and in the seminars you're doing and all the speaking engagements, um, some low-hanging fruit items that people can do to really increase those sales, considering there's, you know, there's some things going on in the economy. So uh. yeah, there are, there are totally. But I think that, you know, what we have to do is we have to remember that it's time to, to get connected again. And some people mm. are back out there. Nothing's ever happened. And some people are still not you know, afraid to go out because they're not sure what's happening. But the truth is, whether you're doing it virtually or in person, you've got to get connected again. And you have to at least start out with asking, how are you? Just, just ask, how are you? And that starts the conversation. So many people think they have to go out and say, okay, do you want to buy something? Hey, do you want to sign a contract? Just go out and say, how are you? What's happening? You know, what's new? And then start that conversation because sales is nothing more than a conversation. And when you get somebody to start opening up and saying, you know, I'm a little bit nervous about the economy right now, or I'm really excited about the economy right now, whatever it is, it starts the, the conversation. That's what sales is all about. Don't go out and sell. Go out and have a conversation. That's simple, but we forget, you know, we need to be reminded and we make things a lot more difficult than they need to be. So there's people like you that give us that reminder that it really doesn't have to be that difficult. And people like to work with like-minded people. People like to work with people they like, right? No like trust. Right. And that's the truth. And it's all about relationships. So when you start this conversation, you're, you're starting a, a relationship, you're building it, you're nurturing it. But then you also have to go back and you have to listen to what somebody is saying to you because that's going to cement the relationship. And in today's market, what you really want to do is you want to show that you are empathetic. You want to show that you have courage to continue. You want to show that you're generous with your time. All of these things add to the relationship. And I promise you, when you do it the right way, the money's going to follow. It is because people will, like you said, they know, like, and trust you. Now they want to do business with you. And you've been there and you're asking about them. It's about them. It's not about you anymore or it hasn't been for a while, but it isn't. It, you just have to make sure that you are showing them that you really care, that you're interested in them, not interesting to them. Hmm. You do have a way with words, my dear. So tell everybody what you've been doing throughout all this. I mean, your uh, the virtual coffee, the virtual meetings, which have been highly successful because your business only increased during uh, this insanity, um, and you were literally on Zoom more so probably than you were meeting with people before. Oh my goodness! I I I don't think I left my house for you know a year. I I don't think I had shoes on for a year. <laughs> But, you know, the truth, the truth of the matter is that I lost two-thirds of my business when this whole thing started in 2020. I lost two-thirds of my company, and I thought, you know, what the heck am I going to do? So I did give myself permission to grieve because it was a big loss, 
but I gave myself 20 minutes, permission 20 minutes later to get myself up and say, okay, now what do I do? And I created all these programs virtually. And to be honest with you, they're probably some of the best programs I've ever created. And they're still going very strong and more and more people are, are becoming part of it. And we keep adding things that bring people into the circle because really what you want to do is be connected. So all the leaders are learning how to understand and know their people, all the salespeople and the leaders that are maybe don't have that gigantic title, they lead themselves, they come in because they want to meet like-minded people. They want to learn how to be better. They want to, you know, see how it is to actually be a great salesperson without selling and to be a great leader who is promoting different projects and opportunities so they are selling, but they're not selling, selling. They're having conversations. It's just amazing, Michelle. It really is. It's amazing when you understand the concept as opposed to, I got to go out and sell. I got to pay my bills. I get that, but people smell that and they back away from you. We used to call it commission breath. <laughs> well, it's like in a casino. The casino knows yeah. that you have fear. So if you have fear and you go in there, scared money never wins. So you got to go in there with confidence right. because otherwise it's like, oh, come to my table because I'm going to suck it right out of you. So it's, it's similar. Right. Yeah. I love exactly how you go right. to commission. They- I go to gambling. <laughs> it's a whole nother well, show. I was, yeah. I was up the whole, yeah, but I was brought up on the whole field that, you know, I was a single mom. If I didn't earn money, I couldn't support my children. But if I was going to do it the wrong way, I would never be able to take care of them. So I did it the right way. I built relationships. I asked a lot of questions. I had these great conversations. And people would say, oh, my God, this is wonderful. I didn't expect to, you know, to like insurance that much. And that's what it was. People would tell me, I can't wait to see you again. I'm thinking, I sell insurance, <laughs> like, you know. Um, and I was excited about insurance. And people say, well, you can't get excited about insurance. But I was. That's, that was the difference because I met these amazing people, had great conversations, and they became my customers. Yeah, it's simple. Well, you're, you're, you're a cool person, too. So it's, it's kind of hard to not want to buy insurance from you. Like, I don't own anything, but can I buy some sort of insurance? Like, let me go buy something so I can insure it. Is that okay? So I don't, it's probably, that probably <laughs> that's happened a, quite a few would, times. They, yeah, people would say that to me. They, I don't care what you have. I just want to meet you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so uh, do you want to plug a program that you have coming up or one that you think is the most beneficial for people just to get started and come into your community and your world? Well, you know, there's, there's lots of different things that are, that are coming up. Um, I would say really if they want to just start to, like, download something for free, um, I would start that way. If it were me, I would want to do that so they could get to know who I am. And if they just go to um, skirtstrategy.com forward slash four ways to lead guide, they can pick this up. It's free. It's going to teach you how some uh, leadership skills. It's going to show you the different ways that you can get going. You know, it's really easy. It's skirtstrategy.com forward slash four ways to lead guide. That's it. Four spelled out for the number. For the number. Four ways to lead. All right. We'll, uh, again, I, 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 uh, I've been putting off that take action toolkit, but I'm going to add this in there because anything that you say turns to gold. So I encourage people to get into Judy's world. It's definitely going to be more the bang buck worth the whole shebang, whatever that saying is. Um, do you want to <laughs> plug anything else? And then I got to go. No, I, let, let's start with that. I always say, let's, let me give you something first, please. You know, <laughs> that's really what. 
See, that's what just, it's like, what would Judy do? That's how you got to do this, people. Like, you're like, hmm, what would Judy do? And she'd be like, mm, no commission breath. You're like, okay, let's just have a conversation and build a relationship. Ah, uh-huh. next thing you know, there's a sale. Amazing. Amazing. Wisdom, <laughs> my friend. Wisdom, my friend. So just real quick, everything else is going well? I just because you and I haven't talked in a while, so I just want Yeah, okay. everything else is great. I'm so happy to be here with you. Really, I am. And I apologize because I haven't been here, but I won't let that happen again, I promise. No, you're welcome, and we, we need to chat because all the things that I told you that yeah. we were working on is ready to get in motion. So I'll, I'll let you cool. fill in the blanks there because you knew what the missing parts were. Those are now complete. So um, I need to I need a little help actually putting some of this together. So I will I will give you a call maybe tomorrow. We can kind of strategize a little. Sounds believe good it or me. not, yeah. Believe it or not, it's too much for one person like myself. Who knew? I thought I can accomplish everything. No, no. That's why you got to bring in people into your community. People that actually have been doing these things for twenty, thirty, forty years, like Judy Hoberman. All right, Judy. We're gonna everyone's gonna download that uh, four ways to lead guide. We're gonna change. We're gonna change things up. It's the second quarter. All right. Thank you, my friend. Sounds good. All right, sweet. I'll talk to you soon. Great talking to you. You too. Bye. I'm telling you, that is the woman. That is the one. If you're going to go ahead and get, uh, you know, you're like, where am I going to go? Who am I going to get? I'm telling you, the people we have on this show, and then we've been going live for 18 months where we do the new format, five guests, seven-minute segments. And then the longer form we started about a year ago, and uh, those are new 20, 25-minute interviews, three of them. So we're there three hours a day, right? I figured, you know what? What's an extra hour once we started doing this, um, once it started getting rocking and rolling? Because if I could bring on more people, I can get you more quality content get you more people to collaborate with and change your life, change your business, change your community. Why not? Well, just add them on. Just load them all up into one and you don't have to listen to the whole show. You can cut and people, you see when people come on, I'm usually off a few minutes, not a big deal. It's life, right? So then, um, then you can, you can bob and weave. You can jump in and out, whatever you want. And I try to make the uh, t- segments a little tighter today. I'm a little bit over at 1253. So let me do this. I'm going to bring on a Joanne Selim been a while since she's been on too everybody's been so busy and then the holidays and blah 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 but no more excuses table remember it is take action april and it is time to get our act together to get off our asses what we're doing is we're motivating the masses to get off their asses to really do what needs to happen to change everything in your world and change this country too so my next guest she's gotten it she's in the queue twice so i'm going to try the first one if it doesn't work we'll go to the second one so my next guest is Joanne Selim. She is an artist, wildlife advocate, and author of Evolution of a Wild Heart. Audience, big round of applause. <laughs> Joanne, are you there, my friend? All right, let's try the other one. Hey, Michelle. All right, I just needed to make Hello? sure because you were in the queue twice. Oh, I don't know how that happened. It doesn't uh, matter. It's not technology. Tech well, here, well, technology no, is not my thing. Nature is. Well, exactly. Well, this is this is this is pretty uh, symbolic of that. This is letting you know that uh, when you're not nature, you're not you, you don't necessarily know the tech. But we've been under sabotage for the past couple of weeks on all the different platforms that we've been on. Like, I uh, the mm-hmm. live streaming didn't work last week. Two three weeks ago, they just stopped the show. Thank God, I had a backup and I had to call people wow. in. And um, Getter just stopped doing the live stream for no reason. So there's just, uh, you know what I mean? It's, it is what it is. So I just, all I know is that uh, I can still get it out there on some platforms and then it's always going to be on demand. So when people go, I'm going to plug it one more time, go to, the, go to your take action menu, everythinghomeaboutus.com. 
not only is there's incredible Reese's that are outside of our show, right? Because it's what this is all about. It's an entire community. All the shows are on demand. They're on 25 different podcast players. So in case you missed it live because they are sabotaging us, you can always catch it on demand. So um, it's been a while and my plant's not doing good. It's not. Remember that plant that was so awesome? Yeah, it's just, yeah, there's just like, it's, there's hardly anything left of it. I just, and I didn't. Okay, so. Yeah. I have a tip for you for that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so take a a banana peel after you eat the banana and Mm -hmm. put it in a container of water and let it sit overnight. And the next day, pour the water, uh, water your plant with it or whenever you water your plant. With it, it'll give it a little boost of uh, potassium and uh, some other minerals that it needs, like fertilizer. It's natural fertilizer for plants. Yeah, and, and really, you're recycling your banana peel. Wow. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But oh, rather than throwing out, it goes into the earth. Whatever. Right. Okay. That's right. Oh, that's right. right nature. Right. I gotta put my yeah. nature hat on. Okay. I gotta put my nature hat on. Put, put your nature hat, hat on. Uh, you know what? And you might get you might get uh, some uh, interruptions on Thursday. There is there's been some solar flares, and there's a I, they call it something else. It's it's different than a flare, but it's going to happen on Thursday and can cause some problems with electronic things, radio, internet, that sort of thing. So, so that like mercury retrograde, or that's something totally separate, yeah, just like a double whammy. That's separate. That's separate. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And oh yeah, and so this week too. Last night, I don't know if you saw the moon. Oh, it's the, huge. The uh, pink, the pink haze. Yeah, and it has like a pink haze to it. And so uh, when the moon comes out like that, you know, this is the time to, and spring also, is to manifest what you want to happen. You know, so put your wishes in there. For the well, it, month of April and May, spring. It was huge on Saturday too, and that's Beautiful, when I was. Isn't it? I, yeah, it was. I went. Wow, that is just. You just wasn't sure if it was the moon because it was so big. So I figured there's something up. Mm-hmm. Something something's up. So um, it's time to mm-hmm. manifest which you want. So everybody needs to do that today. Work on that today, tomorrow. Write it down because remember when you write things down, your brain remembers it a little different. It becomes more. It's like out into the ether, all that kind of stuff. So um, mm-hmm. what what else? Uh, uh, front yard's fine. We've got two friendly rabbits who are uh, no stink. I think I, I somebody probably ate them. I really think he, he got what he deserved, right? He was just he a real little he rabbit. He gave you the message and he moved on to somebody else. He's probably stink-eyeing <laughs> your neighbor. Yeah, he probably is. A little rude varmint that he is. But we got two new ones that um, they uh, they're frolicking and they're out there like literally in day and night. So um, and they come and say Uh-oh. hello and yeah, very interesting. Um, but not a lot of birds in the back like last. Usually every year you you can go in the morning you can be like wow that's you guys are really loud and that's really early. Not a lot of birds mm-hmm. all of a sudden. So I'm not sure what that means. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I have turkeys that are coming by in the morning. Yeah, well, and gobble, gobbling outside my window. You're, you're in upstate in New York, morning. right? Isn't that where you are, upstate New I York? I am. It's, a little rural. It's, it's mating season for the turkeys. And, oh. I, you know, people hunt around me, but, you know, of course I have a, um, a sanctuary. And they know it, so they all come there and congregate in the daytime. 
and uh, right outside <laughs> my bedroom window are gobble gobbling and yeah, it is, it is, it's it is. But uh, they're really so, beautiful when they're all fluffed up like that. So I got about a minute and a half. What um, what do you want to share? What do you want to promote? What do you got coming up? Well, I uh, I just got back my manuscript with the final edit. Um, and so it's going to print next in, I think it's in the beginning of June. So it should be available in June, which I'm really excited about because it took me a long time to finish that project and uh, Evolution of a Wild Heart. It's been on sale as a pre-sale, but now it's going to go into the world fully. And uh, yeah, so that was a big deal for me. Well, congratulations. Dyslexic. Thank you. Thank oh. you. And that I was like, a, that. yeah, I am. I, I, I was learning, and well, I guess I still am learning disabled and uh, um, dyslexic. And uh, I never thought, I always loved reading books. I taught myself how to read when I was a kid because they didn't catch it in school. And, mm-hmm. and then I just fell in love with uh, words and stories. And it took me a long time to build up the confidence to say, you know what, I can do this. Uh, too, because I really love telling stories, and I I wanted to share my own evolution of how to how do you get out of the question I asked when I wrote the book was like how do you get out of a situation you know how do you get out of your trauma and your depression or poverty or any of those things you know how do you do it and I found nature to be the answer for that to really help me to look to nature. Uh, because, I mean, they're an expert at it. If you look at any kind of creature on this earth, they've really got it down. And they're still evolving. Do you know the chimney swifts, are, uh, their wings have changed in the last um, 20, 30 years because of the buildings? Uh, hmm. it, it, the yeah, yeah. So, so instead of, um, you know, just going along the same path, they're still adapting. And we're still adapting. And yeah. I think that's uh, the, the message I want to leave you with for spring is, you know, change is in the air and uh, we can do it if we collectively believe that we can and uh, we manifest it like anything yeah. else. But, yeah, my book is We done, just got to do it. And if well, they good. go to com, thank you, thank you. And I know I, I know you know it. You're like, you work really hard on your show. Oh, I know silly. that you yeah. know what it takes to get something done like that. Uh, it's a big, it's a big undertaking. Yeah, it's a big accomplishment. And you just go, oh, it is finally done. It is out there. And now the world needs to check it out. So joannesullum.com, correct? Dot com. Yes. All right. Yes. And thank you, right, uh, I will see you. Uh, hopefully I'll talk to you next month. All righty. Sounds like a plan. Take care of yourself. I'm all work okay. on that plant. I'll go eat a banana and figure it out. Yeah, eat a banana and uh, share the peel juice with <laughs> with the plants, okay? Yeah, it's not in good shape. It's bad. All right, I'll talk to you later. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, it okay, hasn't hurt bye. from you. So they was like, it was like, I don't know what to yeah, do. I'm checking maybe. out. And I was like, mm, all right, whatever. I'll get another. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Thanks, Joanne. Have a great have a great week. Okay, take care. You too. Oh, too funny. So, you know, see, we, we do a little balance here. We do a little nature. So it's 102. Before I bring on Lori and we get into uh, what's going on here in Arizona, the Republican Party, grassroots, you know, she ain't no rhino. That's what we, uh, 
Uh, we're making some headway here in Arizona, which is good. We're doing a cross country. It's all about America first. Before we do that, I want to pay the commercials for the marketplace. Remember, I was telling you there's amazing, amazing products and services on the marketplace and um, money that you spent. Not only is it getting, you're getting sales and great discounts that you wouldn't get if you went to those websites directly, two to 20% of your total purchase price is donated to our nonprofit partners and groups supporting vets, pets, kids, and freedom. So uh, take a listen, brighttown.store. Uh, you might want to check that one out. Remember, food supply, um, my, uh, my Patriot supply, where you can get all kinds of great stuff is on our marketplace, too. You're going to go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, and you'll see the listings for all the different marketplaces and the different categories that will get you over. And there's even more when you get over there. So take a listen. I'll make it quick. The Brighteon store understands the importance of getting all the nutrients you need to support the healthy functions of your body. Our nutrient-dense superfoods and supplements can help nourish your body and promote your optimal health and well-being. 100% customer satisfaction guarantee on all purchases. You deserve the best. Brighteonstore.com support this amazing platform and amazing patriots for humanity. Use promo code HOME at checkout for additional savings. True is what we are to the stars and the stripes in one nation under God, where the bald eagle flies in memory of our founding fathers, where we stand in solidarity, wearing freedom proud, believing we will endure in our most beloved nation. The home of the brave, the land of the free is where we shall be. The flag shirt where freedom reigns. Those are two of our premier partners that are over there on the marketplace. Steve Stern is the flagship company. Bright Tea on Store is Mike Adams, of both partners and not to mention they've been on our show numerous times. So I encourage you to go check it out. Promo code HOME for most of the things on the marketplace. Some of them actually have direct links. But once you get over there, you'll see all of the different amazing products and services. And, of course, one of our other big partners is MyPillow. That's a longer commercial, so I'm not going to play that one. But it's promo code HOME, H-O-M-E. And you can get all of those amazing discounts, and they have more than just pillows. Trust me, now we've got 110 products that are available to go ahead and purchase. I have the sheets. I have the towels, especially here in Arizona. It is so hot in the summer. Where it's actually hot now. And the towels are light, but they're absorbent. So I put all those very expensive restoration hardware towels that I bought years ago. They were $125 a piece. And I used the my pillow towels, which I think I got them for $39.99 for a set of six. <laughs> like I just did the math for you. They're much more absorbent, much better. God, I wish I had only known that years ago. But it's okay. So go check that out. Go check that out and support the show. Support the community by checking out all those different products and services. So let's do this. It's 105. It's time to bring on my next guest. And we got to start this. Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox. I got three awesome guests joining me in sitting shotgun so let's get this show on the road this is everything homes special segment messages that matter from people you need to know about heroes do-gooders and purpose-driven patriots offering tips solutions inspiration and entertainment they truly are good people doing good business and good things here's your host michelle swinnick the queen of quality content enjoy the show So my first special guest in the soapbox is Lori Klein Corbin. She was actually over and joined me on my Brighton.tv shows, which is Fridays at 4 p.m. Pacific time, Brighton.tv. 
It was on the episode from Friday the 8th. You can also get all of the shows that we've had on Brighton.tv. If you go on our website under the episodes, you'll see Brighton TV. Very simple. It's also a tab on that Take Action menu, Everything Home About Us. I've had some amazing guests on our television show that is over there. Let me give her a bio, and then we'll bring her on. Lori Klein-Corbin, she is the president of Lori Klein & Associates and specializes in promoting cutting-edge technologies and strategies to raise funds for nonprofit issue advocacy and limited government projects. Her leadership positions in conservative resume are quite extensive, ranging from campaign manager to executive director, spokesperson, and board member of numerous organizations, councils, centers, and conferences. She'd sent it to me, and it was so long, I was like, wow. This is an unbelievable amount of positions, leadership, true leadership positions, not like the elected and selected elite that are in leadership positions. These are actual, she's an actual leader, right? Those are the people we need in charge. In 2010, she was elected to the Arizona State Senate in LD6 and served as a strong fiscal and conservative, social conservative, introducing some of the most sweeping legislation to protect citizens of freedom and of the Constitution since 2016, She's been the National Committee Man for the Republican Party of Arizona. She ain't no rhino. She ain't no trans Republican, right? Those are the new ones that have popped up. Audience, big round of applause <laughs> for a conservative, country-loving, freedom-fighting, people-uniting, community-leading, grassroots-supporting, elected, elite-eliminating, patriotic, Arizonan advocate. <laughs> yeah, Lori, you know trans Republican. I know that. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. That's a good one. <laughs> Uh, like so that? what do you yeah that's that's pretty good <laughs> well it's because you know, um, they might be Republican just for that five minutes when they wanted to vote on something they're like oh, i'm just you know trans or, or i'm not or when know, they, back and or, forth or, or, or when they, they don't get elected to something yeah yeah um yeah we're getting a Slippery. lot of that lately oh uh-huh. my goodness so. yes so uh again i want to reference people if you go check out the show we did um we did a show on brighttown.tv on my show which is on on the 8th so go check that out and um again you can do that on our take action tab everything home about us.com it'll say uh shows on demand for brighttown it's also on the website under the episodes tab and i'm going to put them on rumble and i'm going to put them on this platform so it'll go out to the 25 podcast players just the audio version um so there's a lot going on here, as always in Arizona. Like, what, what happened? Like, we used to be like a boring place. Like, nothing was here. Yes, there was corruption, but nobody did anything about it. And then all of a sudden, you know, 2020 comes around. We have the fraudulent election. We have the audit. And then constant, something is always coming out of the state where you're just like, again? And it's not good. Like, it never is good. You know, the, the yeah. superintendents. And I think we were the first one down on that uh, city where the, the school board got taken over because the parents actually finally stood up and protected their own their own kids and then uh you know the precincts committee man wipe out session i mean it's just what it's, what you go what the hell's going on like what what's what what what's going on Lori? like what wow tell me well tell it's me. pretty evident that i'm um, just like the left try, you know took over colorado they're trying to do the same number on us and it start i mean it started but before 2018, but in 2018, they had voting centers, which they were not legally allowed to do by the county supervisors. But the county supervisors never held Adrian Pontus accountable. They just let him go with a little slap on the hand. So then when 2020 came around, because they had license with COVID to do whatever they wanted, um, they went into overdrive with these um, drop boxes 
where you did, where they had over 30,000 ballots that were not even signed. You know, right. so it's like, seriously, it, you that were mail-in ballots. And then you have the drop boxes, and you don't know where they, they spit. In some cases, they would spit out a ballot. You'd vote it. Nobody knew. There was no ID. There was nothing. I mean, it was just ripe for fraud. And then also in 2018, I don't know if you remember this, but they closed down high-propensity Republican precinct. Well, we still had precinct voting. They closed down the precincts, never opened. So people in Chandler went in the morning and they said, come back in the afternoon. They come back in the afternoon. They were still closed. You're mm-hmm. talking 1,000 to 2,000 people that just got disenfranchised. So, so basically, that was the first steal, was 2018. And remember, we went to bed that night that. and our guys, were, our guys were winning. We wake up the next morning, our guys lost. Steve Gaynor mm-hmm. lost to Katie Hobbs by 30,000 votes. Um, Kirsten Cinema won um, by a handy margin. I mean, these things, you know, just in the, in the dead of night, the voting trend changed. So, you know, but nobody held anybody accountable. And that's the problem mm-hmm. with our election laws is there's no teeth. You've got to, you know, since put a felony on what some of these people are doing with ballot harvesting. And, I mean, they they were so blatant in 2020 that – did you notice there were no uh, Trump signs anywhere on Scottsdale Road? I mean, I, I couldn't believe what was going on. And I heard the other side was taking down our signs. Well, all you need to do mm-hmm. is put cameras up, catch them, right. and – well, they do. They have the cameras. They have cameras everywhere, right? But then, uh, I guess, well, I used to have them when they were uh, doing all the uh, traffic ones, but I have a feeling they didn't take them down right. maybe turned them off. So they don't want – so the, everywhere you go, anywhere in any town, any city, they can they fo- photograph you from every angle, right? We know that. Right. You, you, so right. I, they have it. They just don't want to turn it on to protect the voter fraud because the people that have the ability to turn them on, they're all part of – thinking that voter fraud is just the way that it is should be done to get their people in in involved. So, you know, we, we, we have that well, disadvantage. That's the difference between the Republicans and the Democrats at this juncture is that the Republicans play by the rules and expect everyone else to. But if the other side is lying, cheating and stealing and you're not you're just playing by the rules. Well, guess what? You lose. Mm-hmm. And. Right now, we don't have law enforcement enforcing our laws. We have corrupted courts. We have, you know, uh, we have law enforcement that is basically told to stand down and not, you know, believe your lying eyes and don't do anything. I mean, it's it's beyond the pale. I mean, my husband's a former attorney general, and I told him, if you're attorney general right now and your people didn't do what you wanted them to do, this is what's happening. They're not upholding the law blindly which is what gives integrity to the law right yeah so yeah, that's a good point um so we have to put teeth in our laws so that and we have to enforce them and if we don't and we just let ourselves get rolled every time by public opinion and the democrats um spin as to what happened and then we have an AG's office that said, oh, we investigated. There's no, no there there. Well, you know, I beg to differ. There was a lot of there there. There were machines what? that weren't calibrated. There were all kinds of things. There were machines that were hooked up to the Internet that were hacked. 
And, you know, they're all in denial. So, well, it's in the report. Yeah, it's, in, it's in the audit. It's even in the resolution that um, Fincham had put onto the floor, of course, which right now Rusty Bowers and uh, 33 other rhinos are not allowing it to move forward from the Senate and no, in the House. No, this is the problem. Yep. So that's, I do that's, not that's believe lobbyists problem. should be – well, it's a problem. You know, go and look at his background, Bowers. He's a lobbyist. And then you get elected. Yeah. It's like having a fox in the hen house. If you're yeah, a lobbyist, he, you, sh- you he's should a bad not guy. be allowed first to time. lobby. Yeah. Oh, I know. I have personal experience about how what a chicken he is, and he doesn't stand up for principles, and he's not really a conservative. He sold out. So well, that's know, what we then, have. And, and he's now running for the Senate. So it's it's because he termed out, I pray, this is what I was told because I haven't really been following because I just can't, I don't even want to see his face. I don't want to see his name. It's just too, it's too, it's too, uh, makes you mad. So then somebody had said, oh, did you know he was running for Senate? I said, oh God, can we get rid of this guy? Like, so people cannot keep well, this, voting we have, for No, people. you can't. Yeah, but th- see, we have term limits, but it's a joke because they have eight years in the House and they have eight years in the Senate. So they serve their eight years in the House, then they go to the Senate and then they go back again to the House. Oh, uh, yeah. No, that needs to change. That's not exactly term limits, you know? No. no. Yeah. It's, but then, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, there's one thing when you have a good legislator who's real conservative, you, you know, you don't want him to term out. But that's very, very few and far between because the longer somebody's down at the legislature, the more they spend other people's money. It's like a drug, opium. You know, I mean, the, this is the problem when politicians are there too long. They get, they just can't stop spending, and they become beholding to special interests. So, would you say when you were down there, because well, it happens at least from us regular people. We we mm-hmm. might have been, you know, maybe they we bought their line, hook, line, and sinker, and we believe what they had to say, but we kind of thought that that was the low hanging fruit, you know, the lesser of two evils. And then they get in there and you're like, wow, you changed and you are now voting for things that you shouldn't be and vice versa. Um, did you notice that when you were in there, because you were in for a term, well, did you notice yeah, that people changed? Yeah, they were, they were, well, yeah, because I got elected as a conservative. But the difference between me and a lot of these people that just decide they want to run for office and that they're conservative is that I was actually in the trenches for 30 years in the conservative movement. So, and I was, you know, a Tea Party candidate. So basically, there's a lot of people that say they're going to be conservative. And I basically supported people instead of running because I thought they had a better chance and they claim to be conservative. They get down there. What do they do? They listen to Heather Carter. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. She's a real, you know, rhino, total rhino. Talk about trans Republicans. Um, you know, <laughs> so you, ha- you have this where, you know, if someone doesn't have a record, you have to kind of take them on their word. And I see this over and over where people are they or I saw a lot of conservatives that started out every Monday. We'd have our Liberty Caucus meeting and um Gowan and Stevens were the head of it. Andy Biggs was there. All of us solid conservatives. And there was about 20 to 30 of us. And we would meet every Monday to figure out how not to get rolled by the governor on the um, you know, budget bill, which is our, was our main deal you, that you do down there every year. It's the budget. So we 
basically looked at everything, looked at where we could, you know, hold our ground and not get picked off because the governor would call you personally and go, uh, come meet, come meet our office. And I would say, no, you meet with my Senate president because I knew exactly they would try to threaten or cajole or bribe me into something. And I figured, no, whatever my Senate president, because at that time it was Russell Pierce, who was a solid conservative author of mm-hmm. 1070. Um, you know, and then after that I had, Steve Pierce, who, the, but at that time we had 21 of us were Republicans out of the 30. So we had nine Democrats, 21 Republicans, and 12 of us were hardcore conservative, and then we had some squishies. So, but basically we were able to hold the line. We had to, we had to um, cut the budget by $2 billion. But what I saw was some of the people that were with us in the beginning by the time they got to their next term, they'd sold out to the special interests and lobbyists already, and they never came to the no. meetings anymore, which is probably a good thing because they were probably going to be spies and tell the other side what we're doing. <laughs> so mm-hmm. in a way, it was probably good they, they didn't show up. But um, I saw that. I mean, some stayed in the trenches with us and were solid, and, and, and they're still there. Um, some of them are still back in the legislature. So, um, But – they change over time, and especially the undue influences of organizations like the Chamber of Communists, which I call them, because they're not the Chamber of Commerce. They do not no, represent not. businesses. They represent government taking basically federal dollars into our state, and they, they represent large corporations, which most of them now are woke, um, that do not are totally out of out of touch with the working class people in the state. So when you're aligned with them and you're their candidate, you you cons- conservative run the other way because that's not mm-hmm. who you want to be representing. Well, it's it's gotten to the point where everything is opposite. So if the government tells you something, they're lying to you. You know it's just the opposite, so you need to go ahead and, and, and react accordingly. And, you know, you have to be so cautious of the people that are in office. And, you know, as you said, look at what their record is and, and really right. pay attention to them. You, you, we're at the point now because right, right now there's, there's like a, we're, our margins are so close, which is why we keep getting bills that, are there some decent election integrity bills or I call them fraud prevention bills that are, that are getting, mm-hmm. that are close to being passed. But then you've got like Michelle Gonti Rita, who's been my house, my, my state rep. And then since I've lived in my house, say 17 years, she's been uh, either, either the state rep for me or the Senator. And um, she keeps slashing him down. She keeps voting him now. So you always have her and Boyer come to the table and ruin everything and you're going, wow, you want to go ahead and run for Secretary of State, but you don't want any of these good laws. And you're going, this doesn't make any sense. And, like, why all of a sudden did she turn? Because she wasn't like that over the years. And you're like, well, they, then they got her. You know, it's like the invasion of the Well, I don't features. understand. Like, well, and that's where sometimes you've got to go right to the source and go, okay, why did you do this? Because sometimes there are things that happen or they put things in the bill so you do a poison pill because you don't really want it to come up because it's already been amended by the other side and it would be dangerous to have it pass. And that happens a lot. And then you have to vote it down in order to bring it back and, and strike the amendments that are, are you know, toxic. Um, 
but you you know you, that's why sometimes you have to ask because there's procedures that work down there and some that don't and Ugenti's always been pretty conservative but i think that there's been a lot of backlash because of um groups that have gotten pretty hostile towards her and um i don't know whether it's valid or not because when i we we served together she was in the house when i was in the senate and she was a pretty cutting edge conservative at the time um i don't know you know she's been there a long time i don't know what has happened but i thought she was really spearheading election integrity i met with her a couple times um with steve gainer when we were dealing with redistricting and trying to figure out how we're not going to get rolled by the democrats which is usually what happens well, so, you, you, um, you made a good point. You made a good point. And let me, I'm going to say this before I forget it. You said that, you know, you have to ask him and, and you have to explain. I think a major problem with a lot of these um, people that are elected into these positions, I can't call them leaders because there's not many of them that I would deem a leader. They're in leadership positions. And they don't explain themselves. And they make the process say this the process down there to get a bill passed and then what goes back and forth and then a bunch of crap that's in the bill rather than it just being, as far as I'm concerned, if it's not on one page and you didn't write it with a crayon and then there's a lot of stuff in it that you don't need. I mean, make them real simple in and out. They make them difficult for us regular people. So we don't understand what's going on so that they can do what they need to do. If they wanted to actually be, wanted to communicate, they wanted to explain things. They want to, you would hear more from them rather than us having to constantly babysit well, they or should be find trans- out. They should be transparent. But and, they're not. Well, that's, that's why it's good to have somebody down there like an ombudsman who actually looks at what's going on and forces them to be transparent and watches what, what they're doing down there. But we don't have people down there representing us, the hard-working tax, hard, hard taxpayers. What we have down there is more government agencies trying to get more money from the legislature. So when I was there, 99% of the lobbyists were, you know, people who wanted some special privilege or money or was trying to get an advantage or tax advantage over their over their competition. I mean, you name it, right? I mean, they were not there saying, okay, we want to, we want to lobby to lower taxes for the taxpayers. There was Mm -hmm. nobody down there other than Tom Jenny at the time who, who was working for AFP before they went to the dark side. And, um, and basically, you know, he would be down there, but very few people were there representing taxpayers and looking at what was going on. It was all the cities and towns and leagues who basically wanted laws in place that, that punished the people that were actually working and saving and, and, to give more leverage to government. And unfortunately, this has been going on for a long time. And the majority of the bills that come through are fixes for bad legislation that that went before us the years before. And you have to fix it. Because a lot of the times, these bills are not, you know, um, really thought through. And my thing was, I didn't want to be putting new laws in place. I wanted to deregulate and take laws off the book that would mm-hmm. it, hamper people from being able to make a living 
you know, they have so many regulations and licensing, which is unnecessary, which just gives more work and more money to local governments. And, you know, and I mean, it's ridiculous, all the layer of bureaucracy. We're starting to act, look and act like Germany, which is all red tape. It's incredible. Well, yeah, it so, seems like they, there's too many bills. Like I, I remember when we were at mm-hmm. our, our new LD meeting, uh, the one that was way up north and way out west <laughs> where we met. Right. And um, I think it was Chaplick. He had said, you know, we normally get 80 to 100 bills that we have to look at, that we have to vote on. And that was like each, I don't know if it was day or week, but it wasn't session. And I was like, oh, my God, that's what, oh what, no! What happens to you, if you pass through... one? You take away five. That's what what right. happened to that? Well, you'd have fifteen hundred bills introduced, and maybe five hundred made it through, and maybe a hundred got signed by the the governor, depending. But this is the problem when you have people who are egotistical, who basically want their name on something mm-hmm. rather than. Doing, or they represent. You'll have some of them. You know, maybe he's a former cop. Then he represents. You know, whatever the police association wants to get through. Then you have some that are realtors, and then they, you know, they're going to deal with those types. So you have a lot of um, people down there that they didn't wake up one morning and just decide they want to be in the legislature for nothing. Very few of us decided we want to be there to hold the line against government tyranny, to, to demand states' rights, our Tenth Amendment. Um, very few – I mean, there, there are real patriots down there, like Andy Biggs and, and you know, Gowan and Stevens and, and others. I mean, there's some really good people down there that really fight against government encroachment. But right now we're being overran by government bureaucrats in Washington, whether it's the BLM, whether it's EPA. They're making up rules. And they're, they're unelected bureaucrats that are making new regulations and rules without any oversight. And it's destroying our economy. Oh, yeah. And they're doing a great job out of it. I mean, and none of this. None yeah, of and it's being that, done purposeful. Oh, yeah. Purposely. It is, it is uh, by design. And the, uh, that, is, that is their agenda. So anybody that doesn't right. think that that's accurate will then enjoy paying $10 for gas. And you have no food in the grocery store because that's. It might sound extreme, but that's really what the agenda is, is to, to destroy the, the, the country that we have. And they're doing a great job. At it. They've been working on it for years, and now they're just going hardcore. So um, I've I got to wrap it up here, Lori. But what do, what, do you, okay. what do you want to tell people, and what do you want them to do? Like, because at, at this point, people are either pissed off or they're feeling so frustrated that they can't do anything, where you saw the numbers of the precinct committeemen that are actually filled in their ballots compared to how many people are actually in positions now. And it's like half. Uh, so you've got people that you thought just when you think you're, you know, we've made progress, we're kind of stepping backwards because people are like, what's the point? Why am, why am I doing this? And I'm encouraging don't, don't have that attitude. We can't do that. We, we got to come together, our powers and our numbers. So what is your advice right. to people? Well, I would advise everybody to to get involved the best way they can. And if they don't feel like their legislative district is operating functionally, then um, join a, a, a another Republican group or, or club, a conservative club, that's actually doing work on the ground because they will be able to get um, access to the data. But I would also encourage them to get involved so that they can pick 
good leadership because it's the precinct committeemen that pick their legislative chairman and their board and the people that get things done. And you look for people that are action, that don't just talk, but actually know how to organize and do things. And if you're that person, get involved and get organized and do things because basically we all need to use our strengths and weaknesses to to the advantage in order to win. And we've got to reach across to the Democrats that are disillusioned, which are many, and more and more of the Hispanics are resonating with family and God and and their religion and realize that the left has completely gone lost the plot when it comes to understanding the family. I mean, you know, and wanting to teach 52 genders to our kids. I mean, this is insanity, insane. right? Insane. I mean, yeah. it's like it's against science and biology. I mean, it's oh yeah, well laughable. you know. I, I, you have to ask, so what's the definition of a woman? And when, when your Supreme Court potential justice says she can't because she's not a biologist, you just go, oh, my God. This, you know, they, they've overreached so far that you go, this is, this is beyond Twilight Zone. And you just go, oh, my God. And then, you know what I heard today, and then I'll, I'll let you wrap <laughs> it up here. Um, what I heard yeah. today is, you know, because the board, they're opening it up even more so than it already is, which means that just basically they're, they're, they're getting ready to just hand everybody. You're automatically in. You don't have to worry about anything. Just go. And here's your money. Here's your ticket. Here's your whatever, your cell phone, your new set of clothes, all that stuff. But one of the, mm-hmm. one of the valid reasons now to be able to be granted asylum besides your breathing is if you're LGBTQ, SPL, whatever, plus sign, add-on, whatever, that's, that's a reason for asylum now. I heard that this oh, morning. Please. And I went, oh, you've got, you've got to be kidding me. Like if that's not enough for even – some of these common sense Democrats and every liber- libertarian to actually go, you know what? I might have hated this, the name Republican, but that you guys are Obi-Wan, you're our only hope. So I'm going to just join you guys. And again, that's what this is. It's not about left or right. It is literally just, so don't even identify if well, you don't want to as a Republican, be just a conservative or just call yourself having some right. common sense and then just get on this side because the other ones, they, they've literally lost their minds and they are, they're going ahead and, and then destroying the country. Well, I have so, always yeah. said that I'm a conservative before I'm a Republican. Yeah. But unfortunately, right now, the only vehicle that we have is the Republican Party. So we have to infiltrate it and reform it into the conservative party that we knows know that resonates with our values, right? And right now, there's still – it's kind of like the Democrat Party has become the Communist Party. Totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've totally joined ranks with – Marxist fascist ideals and the the Republican Party is now like the old Scoop Jackson Democrat Party which is more the party of the 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 guy that's out the entrepreneur the work the people that are working the hard working sods that make up our country because they love their family and they're there because they're taking responsibility and the other side is looking for handouts, looking for government subsidy from cradle to grave, and basically not wanting to think because they probably haven't been taught how to think properly. That's so, great. you know, we're just, you know, we're, so I'm not saying there's, I mean, when we pile on the Republican Party, we're only hurting ourselves. And look, nobody's, they're, you know, they're not perfect. But let's take the good side and let's make the real comparison between, uh, uh, you know, what our platform looks like and the other side. 
And that's to me, it's pretty clear. Now, down the road, after we stop our country from going down the path of total serfdom, if we can stop that and we can convert, you know, come together and coalesce and, and make a patriot party or make a whatever party, that's one thing. But we don't have time right now. Right. You know, the enemy right. is at the door. And we have to use the troops we have, energize them, revive them, and hope to win with God's blessing so that we don't lose our religious freedom, our Second Amendment, and we don't lose our country to a Marxist, fascist, global cabal that is now running our country. We yeah, are not running it that anymore. Close. No, we're, we're not. We're that close, close they have to losing it. Everything. They have infiltrated every DOJ, FBI, CIA, every alphabet agency has been taken over by leftists, hardcore leftists. Our higher education is completely gone. And even now, they're trying to corrupt the K through 12. And, oh, yeah. you know, just so. Just through so Disney alone. My like, parents, you know, I was, I was kind of a little bit more liberal when I was young, 18. But as soon as I got married and had a child, oh boy, I became a even more, I mean, I was conservative in my 20s, but I became hardcore conservative. I didn't let my kids watch TV. They watched Disney movies. I can't let them watch, I wouldn't be able to let them watch Disney movies now. No. Because they would be barraged. Pedophilia and and then brainwashed to be gay. Yeah, gay or straight or trans or whatever. Yeah, it's crazy. And that has no business in education. I mean, you keep young people innocent as long as possible. You know, when they're adults and they want to choose, you know, a lifestyle that you or I may not agree with, but okay, fine. But not when they're babies, not when they're little. I mean, I would have been probably encouraged to be a boy because I was a tomboy. I think we had this discussion. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, same here. Same here. I would have been like, they would have transgendered me at like eight. I would have been like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I was, I was, you know, I had a gun when I was six. Yeah, I drove a car at eight, like a a scout. I drove a scout with a stick shift at eight. Like, really? (laughs) Played in the dirt, fell out of trees, had a dirt bike, was the MVP on my fifth grade baseball team, and that was all boys Uh and me. So, yeah, no, I would have been totally, totally transified way back then. So this is not – I mean, we need to get away from that and go back to personal integrity, honor, character. The things that you cherish about someone is not their color, or there's, you know, whatever weird thing they're into. It's really who they are as a, as a person. And that is also about their spark of divinity because that's what we love and we see in each other is we see God in each other. And that's how it was meant to be. And yeah. if you take that away and you strip them of that divinity, that is is evil. I'm sorry. Because no, it God, totally is. You know, is, it totally is. is. And that's what they're, they're the doing. Of this, yeah. They, they want to. They want to move us away from that. And it's of course it's, it is not healthy because then that's that's where they're going to get their strength. So I tell you, I keep saying they're all demons. But Lori, um, I got a I got a bump because <laughs> I've got to bring on Rod. Okay. But um, thanks for I, having I, me. Oh, I'd love to have you come back on and give us an update. But you know, the good thing is, is we've got somebody like you with this type of an ideology and this passion for. America, American first and being a, a grassroots and conservative and things that we used to just call normal. I'm just glad that you are a liaison between us and the RNC in Arizona. So at least we know we're in good hands. We've got a good, we've got a good spokesperson who's representing how we really feel. 
here in the state of Arizona. So thank you for everything well, you're doing. Well, I appreciate that, and I'm glad to be there. And um, I will do everything I can to make sure that we do all we can at the RNC and elsewhere to meet the the needs of our people so that we don't end up, you know, like Venezuela. And that's unfortunately that's where we're headed. You know, where we're going. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. thank so, you for being there, Michelle. And thanks for being a, a voice and a mouthpiece to get people, you know, energized and, you know, and all you're doing, I, I really pray that your show has a lot of blessings and you go nationwide. And of course we need you here in Arizona, but we really, the battle is, worldwide now it's um, unbelievable well we can do both we can do both there's 24 hours in a day we'll figure it out we just gotta get it, get it in motion and like i said we gotta get these people off their arses to participate because it's the we the people that need to do this right and if they sit at home and they don't want to do anything and even if it's literally like two minutes a day then that's that's why we lose but we, we can't do that so we got to put down put down the phones and uh actually start showing up so thank you laurie and we'll talk soon Thank you. Okay, take care. You too. All right, so at least we're in good hands with people that are in the liaison community, right? But again, it's taking all of us to stand up, show up, and speak up in order to get involved. And you can do that by joining our community, Save My Freedom. It's the Save My Freedom movement. And it's all about personal freedom, financial freedom, and professional freedom, right? You're going to go to everythinghomeaboutus.com. Join the newsletter and then join where it's, it'll say join and to get more information. And I'll tell you everything about it, all the different groups and everything that we're doing to bring all these amazing people together. And my next guest is going to tell you, uh, we're going to focus a little bit on the business side because it's important. We want you to be able to be around like-minded people so you can network and you can do business while you're doing uh, involved in the community, but while you're also becoming a better person, right? It's all about business, life, and community. Take action, BLC. That's what it's all about. Those three pillars, those are the most important pillars on the stool of the legs, the legs of the stool of life. Let's do that. So we're going to do some business and we're going to do about making it happen because this guy makes it happen, right? Rod Cleef, he makes it happen, has made it happen, and he continues to make it happen. That's what the jam is. We're going to do a little intro here for him if it's actually going to work for you today. Yeah, we're we're a little off on our uh, music segments here, which, you know, it is what it is. I get sabotage. So I'm just going to do a little make it happen. Make it happen. All right, so let me bring on my next guest, Rod Cleef. He's a multiple business owner and philanthropist who is passionate about business, high performance, real estate, and giving back as one of the country's top business, real estate, and peak performance luminaries. He's built over 24 businesses in his 40-year business career. Several have been worth tens of millions of dollars, and he's also owned over 2,000 properties. And for those of you who have not owned more than one or two properties, 2,000 is a lot, okay? That's a big big accomplishment. Rod's experience involves both remarkable triumphs and spectacular fails, which has affectionately called seminars, right? It's all about learning, right? <laughs> learning through may, um, trials and tribulations. He loves to explain the mindset required to recover from losing $50 million in the crash of 2008 to the success he enjoys 
today. Rod believes strongly in supporting the community. It's one of the things that I really admired about him, that he can do both. Again, people, you can do more than one thing. And he founded the Tiny Hands Foundation, which has benefited more than 95,000 children in need. Audience, a big round of applause for a country-loving, center stage speaking, masses motivating, real estate investing, best-selling author and podcast hosting, community support and business booming, millionaire maker, master of the motivation mindset. Rod, they love you. They think you're amazing. Wow, yeah. Holy cow. That was quite a millionaire making, moving and shaking. <laughs> I love it. Well, you well, it's are. It's great to be here, Michelle. Let's have some yeah, fun. I, no, I, I truly am. I, 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 my, I think my students at last count was somewhere between sixty and 70,000 units, and I've only been teaching about four years. Yeah, that's what I do, guys. I teach people how to buy apartment buildings, but we can talk about that later. I, I'm excited to be here. Well, and when I, when I saw that when we originally talked, we hit it off instantly. I said, "Oh my God, is this? Yeah. There's something in Florida that is breeding amazing people that I, that I'm just yeah, meeting that are the down there." I'm like, <laughs> 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 it, "It really is. It, Sorry. It, it, yeah. You guys are for the bad rap that Florida got for all those years, and then it turned out you guys are the superstars in 2020 and then and beyond. I mean, you know, more power to you. So it's 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 all good." Crazy. So one of the things that we we said that we were going to really focus on, because you're so good at it, um, obviously commercial real estate and and real estate is is your jam, but um, that's where the revenue obviously came in. But from that, you have different businesses. You really get it when it comes to that motivational success mindset, the success mindset, whether it's personal or it's in business. And that's the key to it, because once you have your head on straight and you really know how to focus and, and bob and weave and you put yourself in the right position, it doesn't matter what industry it is. It's, it's, no, that's it's right. Like everything 80 becomes to 90% is, Yeah, 80 to 90% of a person's success in anything is mindset and psychology, mm-hmm. which, is, which, is, which I know is why you know, I've been blessed to see my students have such incredible success. But uh, let me take a minute and give a little background, a little backstory as to why this is such a big deal. Uh, I immigrated this country when I was six years old with my brother Albert, my mother's Vancha. I was actually born in the Netherlands in Holland, you know, wooden shoes and windmills. And, and uh, we ended up in Denver, Colorado. And we really struggled when we first got here, okay? I mean, I remember, you know, eating expired food because that's all we could afford, drinking powdered milk with our cereal in the morning. And, and, you know, I wore clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school until I, you know, lied about my age at Burger King when I was 14 because I was tall and got a job so I could buy my own clothes and then ultimately buy a car, which, of course, everybody kids wanted, wanted that age. And, you know, and, and I know other people listening probably have it harder than I did or had it harder at that time, but... Uh, you know, or have you know, have it harder now even. But I knew I wanted more, and luckily my mom had an incredible work ethic. So she um, babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat. And with her babysitting money, she became a bit of an entrepreneur. And like she invested in the stock market successfully, and she also invested in real estate. And the first house she bought was right across the street from us when I was about 14. And when I graduated. Uh, or about to graduate from high school when I was 17, she told me she'd make $20,000 in her sleep that had gone up in value. I'm like, what? You made $20,000 and didn't do anything? Screw college. I'm getting into real estate. So I, I went out and got into real estate immediately. I made about 8000 my first year, maybe 10000 my second year, but I made over $100,000 my third year in real estate at 21 years old, which is back in wow. 1980 
was pretty decent change. So what happened between year two and year three that caused me to 10x my income? Well, what happened was I met a guy that taught me about the importance of mindset and psychology, like we're just talking about. And that really is 80 to 90% of your success in anything. It's not the mechanical information that I teach on my podcast. It's, it's really the, you got to do it. You got to go take action. You got to push through fear. You got to push through limiting beliefs and make it happen. And, um, Fast forward to today, like you said, I've owned 2,000 houses I've rented long-term. I've owned thousands of apartments, still own thousands of apartment units. In 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. And you might be wow. like, wow. And I was like, I was like, wow. And I got a head so freaking big I could barely fit it through a door. I thought I was a real estate god. You know when that happens? <laughs> god will give you a nice little smackdown. Well, that yeah. was 2008. I lost that $17 million, a lot more. I lost $50 million conservatively in 2008. And so, you know, what I'm known for on my podcast and at my events and things that I teach is, is the mindset it took to have that $50 million to lose in the first place. And then more importantly, or at least as importantly, the mindset it took to get back to the success that I'm blessed to have today. And, and, uh, and that's what I love talking about. But we, we can take this conversation wherever you want, Michelle. I'm, I'm looking forward to having some fun with you. Well, how about we go with low-hanging fruit? Because I want people always to get something out of each of these segments where they can apply it pretty much okay. as soon as they finish listening. Because I think that's so important yeah. for people to, rather than something, well, when you put your plan together and you do this, I'm like, we already know our attention spans are eight to nine seconds like a goldfish. So give me something that I can do right. now to get me in this groove because I got to change. You know, we all got to get in. You're not making millions of dollars and you're not, your life is not amazingly ha- like awesome or everything is perfect. Then you need to change and take action in a different direction. So what do you, what do you, where do you want to go I've got a that? great strategy. Yeah, I've got a great strategy. So, so listen up, guys. Now, hey, listen, if you're listening and you have the ability to take some notes, this will take me a few minutes to describe. But what, what I'm going to describe is a goal-setting process that, that I teach at my live events. It takes about an hour, and hour and a half. Um, but, again, there's a reason – that my students have been so successful. And this is how, this is the main way that I was able to recover from losing everything. It was reassociating with what I wanted and as importantly, why I wanted it. So again, take some notes if you can. If you want me to guide you through this process, I'm going to describe now. If you DM me on any social channel, they've even got me on freaking TikTok now. If you DM me and say goal setting session, I'll send you the link to this because I did it on January 1st. We've got a guide you can download. It's free and I'm not going to try to sell you anything. But if you want me to guide you through this process, it's really freaking powerful because how are you going to get anything if you don't know what the heck it is? You got to know what it is you want so you can go after it, right? So here's what you do. You pick an hour when you have a lot of energy and you sit down, you don't do an after heavy meal, you make sure you're well hydrated, and you sit down and write down everything you could ever possibly want in life, all the stuff, the houses, the cars, the boats, the jet skis, the planes, everything, write it down. And take the lid off your brain. Imagine if you write it down, you're going to get it, which is not outside the realm of reality, because what that does, just writing it down, triggers something in your brain called your reticular activating system. And what that is, is a It's a subconscious filter in your brain. Everybody has this. And it points you, your brain points you in the direction it thinks you're interested in. The greatest example of this is when you first buy a car. You maybe never really noticed them before then. You buy the car and they're everywhere, right? Were they there Mm -hmm. before? Of course they were. That's your reticular activating system at work. So, and, and don't limit yourself. If you want a private island, a jet, a yacht, whatever, write it down because that starts the process because there's truly nothing you can't do, be, or have if you set your mind to it and you take massive action. So write that down. 
Write down everything you could possibly want in life. Also write down all the things. Also write down how much cash flow maybe you want from your investments in a few years and maybe in 10 years. Maybe if you're going to do real estate, for example. And write down, and by the way, I'll give you a, a fantastic deal if you guys want to come to one of my events, but I'll, just for Michelle students here, Michelle listeners. But um, listen, write down everything you want to do in your lifetime as well. You know, like, like, you know, I've got a friend that's climbing every mountain over 14,000 feet, something like that. You know, every place you want to visit, you know, maybe you want to write a book, write that down. Everything, so it's not just the stuff. It's everything you want to do, be, or have. So write down everything you want to do in your lifetime. Also, write down everything you want to learn in your lifetime, okay? So, you know, maybe you want to learn a foreign language. If you want to learn a skill, write that down. If you want to learn how to buy apartments, then for God's sakes, come see me. But, but um, write that down. Then lastly, write down who you want to help. Why? Because we'll do more for others than we'll ever do for ourselves. And again, this is the fuel. This is what gets your butt up early in the morning, stay up late, work Saturdays, you know, to grind a few years like most people won't, so you can live the rest of your life like most people can't. Okay, this is the fuel. Again, that's all this is. That's all a goal is. It's never about the goals. But you need goals to create what Napoleon Hill in his book, Think and Grow Rich, calls a burning desire. You've got to want it because that's how you push through fear. That's how you push through limiting beliefs. You know, that's how you get uncomfortable. You know, a lot of people are comfortable. And the comfort zone is a warm place, and we all know nothing freaking grows there, right? So this is how you mm -hmm. do it. So once you've, once you've written down – you know, things you, people you're going to help, things you're going to do, um, all the things you want in your life, then you can't think of another thing. Put a time limit on each goal. Uh, how many years do you think it's going to take you to achieve it? And don't overthink this. There's no perfection with this. So put a one, a three, a five, even a 10 or a 20. Recognizing that as human beings, we have a tendency to overestimate what we can do in a year and massively underestimate what we can do in five, 10, 20 years. And I'll give you an example of this, but please know this is not me bragging, okay? I have no interest in trying to impress you, okay? But, but I, I want to show you what's possible. So um, 20 years ago, or more than 20 years ago, when I, when I was 18, I knew I wanted to live on the beach. There's no beach in Denver. And so, you know, I would visualize the palm trees and the sand and the surf. And, and 20 years later, I ended up building this incredible $8 million, 10,000-square-foot mansion on the beach. I'm on the beach on one side, and my boat's on the back side. It was called the Gulf de Bay. It was like a slice through an island. And the reason I bring that up is that was unthinkable when I was 18. So use that as an example of what's possible when you do your goals. Okay, so put a time limit on each goal. The next thing I want you to do is pick your number one goal. I mean, that goal, when you get it, you're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. That goal, that's the one you want. You know, you know you've arrived when you achieve that goal. Put that on a separate sheet of paper. I also want you to pick your top three one-year goals. Put those on a separate sheet of paper. Leave some room in between them. Okay. Now, I will tell you, at this point, you are ahead of 99.9% .9 of the people on the planet that, that spend more time planning a freaking birthday party than they do designing their lives. This is designing your life, Okay. And, and, you know, I will tell you, again, 99.9% .9 of the people will do a New Year's resolution that's forgotten by February, okay? So you're already mm -hmm. way ahead of the pack when you're at this point now. But there's a couple more quick steps. I need you to write down underneath each one of those goals why it's an absolute freaking must for you to achieve it, okay? And you want to use emotionally charged words. So you want to put, you know, words like amazing and beautiful and incredible and unbelievable. So you might want to say so. You know, I can show my kids what it means to have unbelievable freedom. So I can show my wife or husband 
what it means to live a life of incredible abundance so we can have the freedom to do whatever we want, whenever we want, wherever we want, bring whoever we want. Whatever's going to juice you, that's what you've got to write there, okay, because it's the why that's going to drive you, okay? And once you've got a positive reason or a couple sentences under each goal, I want you to pivot for a minute and put some freaking pain in there. And I mean make it hurt if you don't achieve the goal. So I don't feel like a failure. So I don't fail my kids. So I don't live a life of regret, okay? Here's why, uh, Michelle. You know, people well, – I'll give you an example. There was this nurse in Australia named Bronnie Ware. So she was a hospice nurse. So she took care of patients when they were about to die, right? And she asked him a question. And the question was, do you have any regrets? And she wrote a book mm-hmm. about it. It's called The Five Regrets of Dying. You know what the number one regret was? It was not living the life I could have lived, living someone else's life, not doing what I know I'm capable of. Listen, if you're listening to me right now and you're afraid of failure or you're afraid of rejection or afraid of being humiliated or whatever, which I was when I was younger, um, please fear regret much worse. I can't think anything worse than that. I remember when I immigrated this country, I didn't speak English, and I found out what bullies were. I got thrown into school. I found out what bullies were for the first time, got my ass kicked on a regular basis. Then my mom (laughs) – God bless her proud Dutch woman that she is. Thought it'd be a great idea to send me to school in those wooden shoes and, and the, uh, the leather shorts the Germans wear for Oktoberfest, those later hoses. So I got my butt kicked again. And then the bullies would chase me home, and she'd chase them off with a fly swatter, and I got my ass kicked the next day. And so I came up with this belief that I wasn't good enough, you know. And, uh, I, and I used to ask myself, how can I show them I'm good enough? And, and a lot of people have these limiting beliefs like that. And if you do, I would ask you, pull it out in the daylight. Look at it with your adult rational mind. Recognize that there's a reason the acronym for belief systems is BS because 99% of them are BS. So mm. you've got to look at it rationally. So once you've got your positive and negative reasons why you must achieve those goals, then I go out and get pictures. Go get pictures of your goals, okay? I'll give you some examples of this. Jim Carrey, the actor, uh, the comedian, when he was flat broke, wrote himself a check for $10 million dollars. And he used mm-hmm. to go by the Hollywood sign, flat broke, and he would visualize cashing it. If you Google Jim Carrey check, you'll see this is real. Uh, in fact, they buried the check with his father because his father believed in his dream. But that's how much money he made for Dumb and Dumber. Let me give you a more recent example, Demi Lovato, the singer. When she was unknown 12 years ago, posted on social media, one day I'm going to sing the national anthem in the Super Bowl. Not this last one. Go watch the one before. She was singing the national anthem. I'll give you some personal examples for me, and then, we'll, then I'll be done with this. So when I was 18... I figured I had to have a four-door car, okay, because I had to show people houses. I was a real estate – I was a realtor at first. That's how I started. And so I got this bone-ugly Ford Granada. I mean, just a piece of crap. Bench seat in the front, just a piece of you-know-what. Anyway, so – but the guy I worked for that first taught me about mindset and psychology, he had two Corvettes. And I dated his daughter, so he let me drive one. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So I got a picture out of a magazine. This is before the Internet. I got a picture out of a magazine. I put it on the visor of my bone-ugly Granada. So every time I sat in there, I had to look at this picture. Within a year or two, I had a, I had a, a Corvette. But let me give you a couple more quick examples. And please know I'm not bragging again. Please, this stuff doesn't even interest me anymore. I'm just hoping yeah. to inspire you. This is back when the TV show Magnum P.I. was out, okay? Oh, yeah. Actor was um, Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck was the actor. He was in Hawaii. He was a detective. And he drove this gorgeous red Ferrari 308. And that was the first time I'd seen an exotic car. And I'm like, oh, my God, that thing's incredible. So I had a picture of that actual car, put it on a visor of my, of my Corvette. Within a year or two, I had a Maserati look just like it. it. used to be owned by Mel Tillis, Mama Mel Tillis, true story. Anyway, 
But then, last example, I'm the guy that always wanted a Lamborghini. You know, I wanted to get the girls, you know how it is. And I tried pictures of them in my bedroom and stuff. What's funny is my son, when he was Pictures of the girls old, in the bedroom or pictures of the car? Oh, yeah, Which... pictures of the girls and the car and the Lamborghini, you know, with the, in the bikini, so washing the Lamborghini. You know how it is. Yeah, I'm embarrassed, embarrassed to say I had all that crap. But anyway, so... So my son collected models of exotic cars, and he had, a, he had you know, Porsches and Ferraris and McLarens, and, and he had a model of the exact same color and style Lamborghini that I bought, which, uh, which, of course, I wrecked. But anyway, so get pictures, put them around you. This is how you make it happen, my friends. Anyway, that's, that's, that's my biggest tip for getting what you want in life. You got to know what it is. And by the way, I, I host a podcast. It's called Lifetime Cash Flow Through Real Estate Investing. I'm blessed to say it's the largest commercial real estate podcast in the world. We're pushing 13 million downloads now. And, and wow. it, the reason I think it's done so well is I do a clip every week called Own Your Power. And that's what it really is about, owning your power. There's music. So regardless of whether you're interested in real estate or not, come check it out because I will juice you if you give me five minutes a week. They're five minutes long. There's hundreds of them there. But I will juice you. I promise. I'll get you juice. So go to take action on whatever it is that you want to do. And then, again, if you're interested in – multifamily real estate. I got a boot camp coming up in Denver, uh, the end of July, July 29th, 30th, 31st. You can come all three days for $197 and I don't sell anything there. It's not a sales pitch. It's total training about buying apartments. So if you're interested, um, write this down, just text my name, Rod, to 72345. And if the price goes up, it's going to go up to about $700. If it goes up and you didn't get it in time, just let me know. Just DM me on a social channel, and I'll get you the price. Just tell me you're a friend of Michelle's, and I'll get you that 197 price. But if you're serious about wanting to learn this, come see me in Denver. It's, I'm excited because that's, you know, that's where I moved when I immigrated. I spent 30 years there, so I'm really excited about going back there and doing this event. But, uh, but anyway, well, that's, uh, that's what I got, Michelle. So, yeah. That was brilliant, my friend. Brilliant, absolutely Thank brilliant. You. And Thank I appreciate you. you you putting the uh, offer out there. I'm gonna. Do you mind if I promote that? Is that okay that I push that out there? For uh, oh uh, no, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Okay. I, we we will have. We always sell out. We will have about a thousand people there. My last event was in Orlando. We had almost a thousand there, and we sold out. And but uh, yeah, again, you may not have any interest in multifamily and buying apartments or duplexes or whatever. And if you don't, that's cool. But I hope you listen to my podcast because. I will tell you, uh, those on your power clips will will really get you going. You know, listen to me Monday morning or whenever you need a pick me up, and uh, and I'm just doing one right now about the power of problems. And you're thinking problems, yeah, problems give you power because they give you feedback and they let you know what's going on. And if you're not getting that kind of feedback, you're really not trying at anything. So that's what I'm working on this week's actually. But uh, yeah, I love it. I love this, you know, that content and getting juiced and go and make things happen because that's 90, like I said, it's 80 to 90% of it. If it was just the technical stuff like entrepreneurship or real estate or whatever, there'd be a bunch of wealthy librarians and college professors out there, right? It's the doing, oh, yeah. it's the keep exactly. sticking doing so you make it happen. So. so the segments that you're doing, these five-minute clips, they're just once a week? No, I, well, there's, there's hundreds of them there on iTunes you can listen to. You don't have to just do one, but if, if you give me five minutes a week, there's music, I promise I'll juice you. They're very motivational. You know, people don't remember what you said, but they may remember how you made them feel. And, mm-hmm. and these will make you feel. And they'll make you look and – and really, they'll make you look in the mirror. Because, honestly, if you're not a growing and improving, you're dying, okay? So you should always be working on yourself to become the best father, mother, husband, wife, daughter, son, business person, whatever. That's If you're not growing, you're dying. And um, 
you know, so, so really important that you continue to work on yourself and just make little improvements. And you take those little improvements, those little shifts out a year or two years, three years, five years, ten years, they become massive shifts in your life. In fact, that reminds me of a book that I gift my students. It's called The Slight Edge. It's all about those little decisions you make every day that project your life up or down. They're not a big decision that day, but they've taken out over time, like eating burgers for lunch every day, for example. You know, you know what direction your life's going to go. Be crappy. But um, anyway, I'm rambling. So, <laughs> yeah, I, if you've got a, you got a few more minutes to give to me because I, I, I asked. No, I'm Annie good. To, yeah, no, okay. I'm good. I, I, I just want to make sure. Yeah. So we got a little we got a little late start. I was uh, uh, I lingered a little too much when uh, I didn't even know how long trying to fix on the this, country. On this thing. Yeah, right. like twenty, <laughs> like twenty-five, thirty minutes. So I figured we we'll just go okay. a little bit longer here because I have a, a couple of little, yeah. a couple couple questions. So let, let me say one say, thing because nobody yeah, can yeah. hold on. One, one thing, let me say one quick thing because nobody can spell my name. If you if you are interested in in in, in following me or, or following the podcast or, or getting more information about anything that I do, go to realestatewithrod.com. And, and or text my name Rod to seven two three four five. That'll do it as well. Nobody can spell my last name, but. Uh, yeah, so so just want to mention that, um, and uh, yeah, fire away with your question, Michelle. So, what would you say, and when when everything went sideways in two thousand eight, what was the first mm-hmm. moment, or the first thing that you because you were talking about feelings, right? Just to be in, what was that? What did you do to turn things? So, because I mean, that was a huge well, loss, yeah. right? Yeah. So, what yeah, was no, it that you no, did? Let, let, let's talk about because you that. had to do it yourself. That's yeah. the thing is, is you. You had to pick yourself up by your bootstraps. It's not like you could even, what are you going to do, hire a coach and say, how do I get out of this? And they're like, well, we've never been in this situation before, so I'm not quite sure either. You know, so you really had to do that by right. yourself. Right. Now, let, let me tell you what I did, okay? Uh, first thing I did was reassociate with my goals, which I just showed you guys how to do that, okay? Because you've got to have those to push through fear. Then I made a decision that I wasn't going to focus on loss. You know, it's human nature to focus on negative, okay? Um, and, and, and so I made a decision, and the Latin root for the word decision means to cut off. And it's like I'm 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 moving forward. I'm going to do this again, and and so I'm I made it happen, and uh, you know, and and took massive action. I stayed positive. I had positive expectation and optimism. You know, I didn't focus. Like I say, I didn't focus on the negative because whatever you focus on, you're going to get. Okay, and and I focused on the positive. You know, and 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 so you know, and I pushed through my fear. And then, you know, the next thing is I, I took action. You know, you've got to take that first step. Like Dr. Martin Luther King said, you know, you take that first step in faith and the next step will be revealed. Lao Tzu, a thousand years ago, said the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. So you just got to go do it, okay? In my, in my business, I see it in real estate. It's the law of the first deal. I have a student and they'll be like, oh, shit, it's been six months. I don't have a deal. And then eight months comes along, they get a deal. And the next thing I know, they have six deals, you know, because they realize it's not a big deal. So it's that first step. But the big thing is focus. Focus is power. Wherever your focus goes, your energy is going to flow. If you've got incredible focus, you're going to have incredible success because whatever you focus on grows larger. You know, um, like I'll, I'll have people call me and say, how do I get out of student loan debt? And I say, wrong question. How do you make so much freaking money? The debt's irrelevant. You know, they asked Mother mm. Teresa if she was anti-war. She said, no, I'm pro-peace. Right. Same freaking thing, but, you know, it's just it's, it's your focus. And you know, I'll tell you, um, one of the podcasts I listen to is Tim Ferriss, and he's a uh, – he, uh, I, 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 he's become a bit of a liberal, so I'm not so sure I'm going to listen to it anymore. But, but, <laughs> but, but, I, but he interviews the best of the best in the world, the best athletes, Michael Phelps, you know, uh, the best actors, you know, Arnold and 
Jamie Foxx and Ed Norton, the best, uh, you know, billionaires like Ray Dalio. I mean, the best of the best. And I started to hear a pattern. They all meditate. What does meditation mm. enhance? Your focus, right? And so, you know, I don't know about you, but I'll be watching a freaking movie and scrolling through social media. What's bad about that is it kills your focus because you're making these micro decisions every split second. And so you don't have that focus. And then a couple more quick things. Play to your strengths, Okay especially in my business, you know, you play to your strengths and you hire a line or a partner for your weaknesses because your strengths are your greatest assets. When you're going to get success much faster when you maximize your strengths. And when you love what you do, success is inevitable, okay? And so, you know, play to what you're strong in because when you do, you're going to be passionate. I mean, hopefully you can tell I'm passionate because I freaking oh, love God, yeah. this, okay? But, yeah, so, so what, but when you love what you do, you're going to have passion. And with that passion – You'll be able to influence people. If you're going to start a business, influence them to invest with you, invest in real estate. You'll be able to influence them because they'll see your passion. And, and, and that passion equates to your ability to influence. It also equates to your success. Passion is the fuel. So, by God, if you don't freaking love what you do, I mean love it. Like, don't, please don't be in the same place a year from now that you are right now. Okay, and that passion, it breeds creativity, you know, innovation. It minimizes, even eliminates fear. And honestly, when you're operating what you love, you never work another day in your life. And I tell people, if you don't love real estate yet, like my students, associate pleasure with it because you can learn to love it. And then if you can't learn to love it, for God's sakes, go do something else. And then last thing uh, is, is, is your peer group, okay? It is critical that you pay attention to who you hang out with because who you hang out with is who you become. You show me your three mm -hmm. best friends, I'll show you who you are, both personally and professionally. You want to be around people that think what you think is hard is easy, people that aren't going to be afraid of your success, that aren't going to be jealous of it, afraid of it, you know, fear, fear of losing you even, and they will hold you back. And sometimes it's family. And I will tell you, love your family, but choose your peers. Decide who you're going to allow to influence you. Super important. Um, and, then, and then just never give up, okay? Just be stubborn. Tenacity, be, ten, have tenacity. Tenacity beats talent almost all the time, okay? You know, there's a book, Three Feet from the Gold, about this guy that was mining and gave up three feet from a gold mine. That's the truth of it. So it's about courage and resolve and strength of character and strength of will, bravery, backbone, fortitude, toughness. You just never, ever freaking give up. In fact, I've got that sign on my desk from Winston Churchill, never, ever, ever give up. And then recognize that it's never a failure. I call them seminars, right? Because it's only a failure if you, if you don't get up or you don't get the lesson. Problems are a gift. Problems give you feedback. You fail your way to success. Now, I've built actually 27 businesses. I need to update my bio. 27 businesses. Yeah, you do. Several have been worth tens of, tens of millions of dollars. Most have been spectacular, flaming seminars, right? We fail our way to success. I got to meet the uh, billionaire owner of Spanx, uh, Sarah Blakely. Uh, oh, she's so cool. She started with $5,000. Yeah, she is cool. And she, she started with $5,000, and now she, I think she just sold it for billions. But I yep. met her at a mastermind. She told me that her dad used to ask her and her brother once a week, what have you failed at this week? Is that a freaking awesome question to ask your kids? And so now, now let me leave you with this, and then, I'll, then we can wrap it. Um, yeah. I want to talk about gratitude and because it's the most foundational emotion that we have. It strengthens our immune system, makes our heart stronger, lowers blood pressure, brings us closer to God. You know, and so make sure, and this is how you attract what you want into your life. You manifest it through prayer and gratitude. And so, you know, let me share something with you. Um, I built that 
big house on the beach, right? That, that testament to my ego, I call it. You know, I, was, I, was, I, was, I worked on it for 20 freaking years, two months after I moved in. So I worked on it for 20 years. Two months after I moved in, I'm floating in the pool at night. I'm looking up at this, like I say, testament to my ego. I built it to prove the world I was good enough, you know? And, and I mean, this place was magnificent, okay? Giant waterfall from the second floor, balcony into the pool. You had to walk through the waterfall to get in the pool. The pool was in magazines. I mean, it had elevator, wine cellar. You know, on the second floor had an aquarium that wrapped around the spiral staircase that went up through the middle of the house. The aquarium cost me almost 200 grand. So this gives you an idea of the house. And so I'm floating in the pool at night, and I'm looking up at this thing, and I get depressed. And I don't mean just a little depressed. I mean, I was freaking bummed. I'm like, what the hell? I've just achieved success like times 10,000. You know, I I got the Maserati, the Mercedes, all the boats and stupid shit that I thought was important. And what was going on were several things. And that's what, since I talked about goals, I need to mention this. First of all, it's never about the goals. You know, they say the happiest days of a boat owner's life are the day they buy the boat and the day they sell the boat. <laughs> you need the goals to get you juiced, but it's never about the goals. But you need them to have that burning desire. But it's about progress and growth. And I didn't know what I was going to do next. Like the good book says, without a vision, the people perish. I didn't have a vision for the future. And so that was a big thing. But I'll tell you, the bigger thing was – I had been totally focused on me, rod, 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 show the world I matter, show the world I'm good enough. And that year I went and actually saw Tony Robbins um, because I, I, read, I went out and bought some books and one of them was his. And I'm like, this looks like good stuff. And I found out that he fed families for the holidays. And I'm like, what a concept. Do something for someone else. I mean, I'm embarrassed to admit I had to be 40 to get that memo. So I called my brother in Denver because I was going there for Thanksgiving. I said, hey, let's feed five families. And he, so he went to his church and he found five families who really needed help. And we bought food and turkey and all that and toys for the kids if they had kids and all that stuff. Third family changed my life, Michelle. I go up to this house, and it was a shitty one-bedroom. It was like this row house. There's this woman in there with five kids. She came out, and she saw the food and stuff on the porch and the toys, and she started crying. And her kids came out, and the older ones started crying. And then I started crying, and, and I was hooked. And I'm blessed to say in the last 22 years now, we have fed over 110,000 kids for the holidays. We've done tens of thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies for local kids, you know, that don't even have the basic supplies for school. We live in the greatest freaking country on us. We won't get started on that. We've done tens of thousands of teddy bears to local police departments for their officers to keep in vehicles when they encounter a child that's been traumatized. And I don't say this to brag. Please know that. There's a message in this, okay? We've been taught to achieve to be happy. Like we can't be happy until we've achieved. But if you give back, you're happily achieving. Okay, so if you're listening to this and you're saying, yeah, well, I'll do it when I have the money, I'll give back, I'm telling you, do it now. Because, you know, Tony Robbins calls it the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment. Achievement really is a science. You want to learn how to do multifamily, for God's sake, come see me. If, you know, that's a science. It's, it's just, there's a blueprint for that. But fulfillment really is an art. You've got to find out what juices you. For me, it's kids. You know, maybe for you, it's the elderly. Maybe it's animals. Maybe it's the environment. Whatever it is, give back right now because you'll be happily achieving. And you'll, make, you'll get the success faster. Now, you don't do it for that reason, but that's how God works. So anyway, I wanted to leave you with that um, and, um, because it really is. It was a big epiphany for me 22 years ago and, you know, a huge gift, you know, that God gave me when that happened to me. 
you're amazing, Ron. I mean, I, I got oh, just a, a fraction of this when you and I spoke originally, and now I, I'm, I'm extremely proud to call you my friend. I'm excited for you to come back on Thank when you. you have some time. But that was a powerful yeah. segment. And, you know, I have, I, when I connect with these with people, I'm just giving people advice here, and then I'm, I'm going to wrap it up because Annie's sitting in the queue. Um, when okay. you have conversations with people and you go outside of your, your, your comfort zone or you, you, you put yourself out there to meet really like-minded, amazing people, and that's what our whole collaboration is, and it's about networking and it's about communicating and, and connecting, you get to meet people like Rod. And then you just – so and then you, who knew the things that you were saying today is just – I mean, for me, this is what I needed to hear today. So it's like a therapy session but oh, also a kick-in-the-ass session. So I'm just thinking to myself, if I'm – Emma, I, I needed that today, how many other people actually needed to hear that today? So it's – um you know, it's, it's – again, you. what we're doing is we're bringing all these like-minded people together, and I'm I'm really proud to – to have you become a part of, of everything that we're doing on our platform and our movement because voices like yours, I mean, when I always say messages that matter and the people you need to know about, that segment could literally change a lot of people's lives. And then from there, you know, you have that multiplier effect and how many more people's lives just got changed it's in, a, it's in a ripple. literally 30 it's a minutes. Ripple. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Well, yeah. thank you. And Annie, I'm sorry you waited. I was, I was, I went, I, I went a little too long. Forgive me. I, yeah. So give the website right. one more time, Rob, in the text, and then um, oh, sure. we'll, well, we'll so get if you you're back on. And in, in just connecting with me, it's Real Estate with Rod. My podcast is called Lifetime Cash Flow Through Real Estate Investing. And um, yeah, yeah, thanks. My foundation yeah, is called the Tiny Hands Foundation. Every dime goes to food or stuff for the kids. If you text Tiny Hands to seven two three four five. Um, every dime. I, in fact, I, I pay a lot more than just the operational expenses, but uh, tiny hands sure. to 72345. If you want to, you can just text Rod to 72345 to find out about my Denver boot camp, which I'm super excited about. But I need to stop talking and let your other guest on. Thank you. Well, and I'd love for your organization to be part of our marketplace so they can get the uh, donation campaigns and then people can support them. So um, well, I'll send that stuff to, to Brooke and we'll, we'll talk more. But yeah, you're, you are, you're amazing, okay. Rod. You're amazing. And thank you oh, so thanks, much for being here, and we'll have you back thanks. on real soon. What a pleasure. All right. What an Take honor care. to have Take you care. on. Bye thank now. you, my friend. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Now, that, that, if that didn't motivate you and get you all fired up in fuego, um, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, maybe, you know, go get another booster shot. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that'll help you. But let's do this. I'm going to jump in. I'll talk to Annie. Then I'll do some summation of today's amazing episode uh, after her. So make sure you stick around after her segment, and then we'll just make sure that I'm done by 3 o'clock. So my next guest is one of my faves and a recurring guest who comes on this very talk show, which is on 12 p.m., starts at 12 p.m. on Mondays, and that's Pacific time. And then, of course, she's been on our Bright on TV show multiple times, which is on Fridays at 4 p.m. Pacific time. Um, Annie Cyrus, she's a human rights activist, social media influencer, and former child bride from Iran. You got to say it like that, Iran, who has devoted her life to defending, rescuing, and shining a light on the plight of women and girls suffering oppression around the world, particularly where fundamentalist Islam has taken hold, which, which is scary. We're going to talk about that today. It's kind of here. It's actually here on the homeland. Annie brings her unique experience of having been sold as a slave. Still makes boggles my mind. Married as a child, imprisoned as a teen, and smuggled over borders. She was an asylum seeker and became 
a legal U.S. citizen, Mm -hmm. a freedom-loving patriot, of course, and a follower of Jesus Christ. In spite of the dangers, she has risen to become a model of extreme courage, determination, compassion, and strength. And she's got a new daily show on Frank's Beach. We're talking Islam. We're talking Iran. And we're talking Sharia audience. A big round of applause for a God and country loving, common sense cap wearing, oppression crushing, people protecting, truth bombing, podcast hosting, passionate freedom and faith fighting leader of liberty. <laughs> Annie, thank you for your patience today. How are you, my friend? I am doing great. Thank you. And no problem. I could, I would be more than happy to not even get on her as long as your previous guest could. Go on with motivating us with his message. Wow, that was pretty powerful. I didn't expect that. I was obviously I take notes during all of these episodes, but uh, you know the uh, uh, I'm doing you know I do timestamps and things like that. But I'm going to make a, a special segment of that seg of that segment and put it as a standalone. And I'm and it's one of those that you could just listen to during the day. You know, if you need a little jump start, you know, right? You're kind of going a little squirrely, a little sideways, or maybe you just need to start your day that way. Because if you don't if you follow that, I mean, things can change. It doesn't matter. Again, it, it's for personal and for business. It has nothing. You know, it's not just, oh, because you want it to be in, in, in a certain line of work. It's, it is. And that's kind of what I was thinking. I'm like, ah, Annie's into that, too. So I have a feeling she'll be okay with letting him go with it because I, I hopefully you got something out of it, too. But he might even be Absolutely. somebody for your new show. So tell, do you want to start with that? And then we'll, 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 we'll tell him the great news. And then we'll give them the reality check today because there's uh, there's a lot brewing behind the scenes that nobody talks about, literally, except uh, you. And you'll talk about it on Brandon's show uh, when you go on there. But you won't hear this stuff anywhere near even some of the conservative media that we like to talk about and, and are friends with in the alternative world. They don't touch this stuff, which is scary. Tell us about Frank's speech first, the good news. Sure. So I um, today... Uh, about two hours ago, I think. I, I lost track of time. But uh, we just heard my first episode of broadcasting on Lindell TV. It is a daily show, so I will be live every day at 2.30 Central, 3.30 Eastern. Um, it is a half an hour uh, program where, as you said, I will talk Islam, Sharia, Islamization, Red Green Axis, and all that danger that comes from that topic, um, I, I honestly, I feel like when I say I am excited and I feel blessed is an understatement, but for lack of a better term, in my English vocabulary, I'll just say that. Um, <laughs> it's, it's been a hell of a journey, but I agree with what you said, with what your previous guest actually said. I, I, today, the first thing I said is dreams do come true. But yeah. my dream of ever being uh, on uh, Lindell TV, which is by far the leading uh, truth-telling conservative 24-7 broadcasting out there right now, it wouldn't come true if I just sat there and waited for someone else to get me there or waited for the perfect opportunity or gave into the fear of Islam. None of it would happen. And most of all, it wouldn't happen if I didn't have faith. If I, I don't think I don't think I would be here today, Michelle, if I wasn't saved. Like I, I can't help but to see that if I was still in my dark path or lost path of figuring it out and believing in God but not really accepting Him, it, it wouldn't. I wouldn't be here. Does that make sense? 
Uh, yes, and I I want to elaborate on that, so I'm not going to let you you just let that dangle out there because what we've been really talking about for the past couple months is just that, and we've also been focusing on. Uh, and, and as I mentioned it, I started coming up with it a couple weeks ago when I did an, a, one of the one of the more faith based segments. With um, It was actually earlier this month on April 4th was episode 300 for anybody who wants to tap into that. Remember, this is like a working warehouse. I throw the numbers of the episodes so it's easy for you to reference it because there's so much, so much content and information in these episodes that you can refer back to it. So that's why I label them as numbers. I notice that nobody else, and that's not the numbers that are, the podcast gives you. I do it because then that way it's easy for you to find them. But anyway, um, without going around in the tangent, it was really how, um, you know, we're all freedom fighters out there. And you were talking about uh, even Lindell TV, where they're just truth tellers, right? Well, there's a lot of us doing that. But then what we were kind of putting together, I put a slogan together, was pray, plan, and take action. And what I realized is, and, and this has helped through a couple of my friends who are much more faith-based or more experts than, than that. I'm, I'm new to it. I'm kindergarten questions and, and easing into it, right? But more so than I was 30 days ago. Um, it was all about saying, hey, listen, you know, yeah, it, we're on the field, and like everybody's saying, well, God wins. And uh, well, I said, well, yeah, well, God wins. And, and then so they're just praying at home, like hoping that, that that's going to do enough. And I'm like, no, 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 you got to physically get into the mix. you got to get onto the playing field. So God wins. Yeah, we got that. But what are you doing? Because if you're in the, if you're in the field, then you're going to be celebrating with him when he wins. But if you're on the sidelines, and you're in the uh, in the stands, then you didn't win. You weren't part of it. You weren't participating. You weren't taking personal responsibility. You weren't getting in the game and taking action. So then we realized, actually, the, the praying needs to be done first. The planning, right, when that causes, you know, in order to figure out you're taking action. But what you were seeing is you had to have the faith, but yeah, you also had the action steps in there in order to get where you needed to go, but you had to have the faith first, which was your praying portion. So you actually just did the same outline of the order where that's what's missing for most people that either they have the praying and they don't have the planning and taking action or vice versa, where they have the the planning and taking action, but they're missing the praying part. And it almost has to be in that order because you just, you just, you just, you just clarified it for me. You just, you just agreed with me without even knowing that that is kind of what we've been focusing on in all of the segments for a couple months now. Exactly. That's the thing. I, I was saved in 2017, but I started my activities back in 2008 and I came out publicly in 2015. So I had the action part, but I didn't have the faith part. So after, if, if you literally look back, without even me saying anything, if you just look me up, you'll see that starting end of 2017, early 2018 is when I started to do it right. The anger was replaced with love. Uh, the bashing was replaced with praise. The, it, it was that part that was missing in my side of activity where instead of encouraging people, I would discourage the enemy. It, it, it all came when I found missing from my life. Uh, right, and, and then the faith ahead. Also, you, you realize that faith exactly. had to go first. Faith and prayer went first. Then all of a sudden you're like, wow. Because you started, and in, 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 here's a, here, and, I, and I'll ask you this. 
Because, you know, there's so many times you'll hear, you'll see somebody on a show or you'll hear them or they're talking or whatever. And they're like, well, God put it on my heart or God talked to me. And you're like, well, how come he's not talking to me, right? You're like, what's going on? But, it, it, and, and, you know, sometimes it's not like you hear voices, but you get ideas. But the ideas don't come from us, right? They either come from God and good or demon and bad, right? So just kind of kind of put that in there. None of this is like you didn't come up with this brilliant idea on your own. No, but when you actually took the time to have that faith and to pray, you probably got, and if you want to give me an example, you probably got all of a sudden an idea or something triggered something or something now came, a person came across your path or an opportunity opened up because you were in that line and of communication and in that, in that, you know, that lane that, uh, uh, even they call it, you know, if you want to say something like a vibration, right? You were all in there. And then all of a sudden, then the other parts flowed into place. So do you have an example of something like that that happened? Because I have a feeling it happens often. Well, um, honestly, that's a tough one to answer. Let me tell you why that's a tough one to answer. Um, coming from where I come from, that's actually interesting because tomorrow on my program, to plug it if anybody wants to join. I am going to um, focus on chapter 9 of the Quran, which is, oh. ironically, something we're just talking about. Now, the reason I'm going there is it was cutting my heart. Uh, this afternoon, after my first episode, I was thinking, where do we go? You know how it is. As a broadcaster, you think, where do I go tomorrow? Where do mm-hmm. I go day after that? As I was sitting, it literally it clicked on my head of, oh, we need to focus on chapter 9 of the Quran. Reason. Coming from where I come from, which is in, not just a Muslim, I was literally raised by a leader of Islamic community, so being my father. So I was very, I'm very well-versed, sadly, unfortunately, on a, a positive note, good. I'm very well-versed with Quran. And, and chapter oh. 9, I'm not going to you know, explain too much, so... Uh, your audience can tune in for details tomorrow, but one message it has in there is actually those of you who choose to verbally believe in Allah are not considered high uh, ranking in eyes of Allah compared to those who get out there with your body, your money, and your health to believe in Allah. Now, mind you, I come from that background, right? Meaning my job as a Muslim was to get out there, blow myself up. I don't know, we had non-Muslims, whatever it is that path of Allah is. So when I left Islam, when I became an ex-Muslim, I very quickly got confused between what's put in my heart. Is it evil or is it good? Because for years, good was Allah. Now I realize Allah was the devil. Now which one is the truth? Which voice do I listen to? So I stopped listening to all of them all at the same time because I couldn't tell which one is the right one, which one is the trick. For years, we're talking about, I became officially, I had the courage inside me to believe 100% that I am done with this Islam thing at age 16. I am 38 years old today. That was 16 years ago. From 16 years ago until 2017, that was my lifestyle. The voice was always shut down in my head. No, no. And that's sometimes when I say I should be way more respectful towards myself that Lord did not give up on me because that's who I was. Every time Lord tried to reach me, I was shutting down. 
for years. Mm. So to be honest, even though I have been saved and I'm a new newbie myself, I still struggle with that. I still struggle with what is the voice I should listen to. Sometimes I freak out and I panic and I'm like, wait, am I listening to Allah or am I listening to God? Mm. That's why it's a hard one for me to answer. It's a very unique situation in my heart and my soul and my spirit. I fight it every day and I'm learning more and more to differentiate, but I still have that fear in the back of my head that, wait, am I, am I listening to the right voice? Does that make sense? Oh, it's totally. But, you know, it's such an interesting angle and a concept because it's something I can't miss. I mean, I know what you're saying, but I don't have that struggle between two diametrically opposite religions, right? Because they really are. Christianity and and, and Islam, you couldn't be more opposite. Is that correct? Absolutely. And that's why we're going to study Chapter 9 tomorrow because it will show how opposite it is. And it will also show that when I say, don't believe them, and say, oh, you're a Christian, we're friends, don't. Because the Christian that I am, the Christian that you are, is not the friend they accept. Because what we look at... Go ahead, go ahead, and then I'll make my comment. Go ahead. What we look at Jesus as, as our Lord and Savior, that is what... That is what... uh, in the Quran to kill them. So the Christian they accept as friends are the one who believe Jesus was nothing but a prophet, just a messenger, nothing more, nothing less. Right. Well, and and the things that I've learned by watching you, um, and now it's great that you're going to be on daily on on Frank's Beach and Lindell TV, but just doing the appearances on on Brandon's show for for so long, or past well, it's almost like probably two no, two thousand nineteen is when I started watching or listening to him. Um, so you were shortly thereafter. And um I learned so much about all the lies that we uh like the propaganda that they tell us about Muslims and Islam and you know how it's it's not a violent religion and then and then everything that you've shared is like complete eye opener. But yet it's backed by, oh, I don't know, facts and truth. So that's always great when you have that kind of ammunition behind you. But it, it really is, um, you know, there's there's so much that we've been told about it that it's not, uh, it's, it's, it's a very violent religion, right? Isn't it, it, that's just how it's designed. Uh, it is. And also it's absolutely a very hateful, and I don't mean just towards your enemy. It's hate toward yourself. Um, there, 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 there are many ex-Muslims who can tell you that one of the reasons, like the top reason, top three reasons of Muslims walking away from Islam is the fact that they get exhausted at some point of looking down at themselves and hating themselves and knowing no matter what they did, they're going to burn in hell it's exhausting for a human being to know there is no reward at the end unless you're willing to blow yourself up or kill your daughter or mutilate your daughter or go behead your neighbor. Other than that, there is no reward that the simple good deeds won't get you over. And a better deed of human nature gets you to hell. For example, loving your neighbor, regardless of who they are, will get you to burn in hell under Islam. In Quran, it says, 
Muslims do not take do not even take your brothers or father as allies if they're not Muslims. Look at that. Your own father should be disowned by you if he decides at any point to become an ex Muslim. Um, yeah, it's, it's, there's so no there's hatred, no so, inclusivity. So if, yeah, no diversity. Exactly. That's either. the thing. When you look at all of these code on code terrorists, ISIS, Al Qaeda, I have many Americans sometimes are like, why do they look so angry? Why do they sound so angry? I'm like, because that's what they are. The anger rules Islam. You have yeah, to and, be angry. You have to be full of hate. And it's, it's instilled from the very beginning. So then that's all you know. But here, here's let me ask you this. So I was talking to somebody about uh, two weeks ago, and they were telling me Ramadan is coming up in uh, the beginning of, was it beginning of April till beginning of May, so for that 30-day period. I thought that Ramadan was in the summer or in the fall. Is, is, am I wrong? Am I, am, I, am I making stuff up? Because it's just, I don't ever remember Passover being over. I mean, Passover and Easter usually go hand in hand. But then I didn't think Ramadan was on top of that. So you had like, you know, the three major religions all doing their celebration thing at the same time. Am I off or am I? Um, no? Well, you're not off. No, I, I will make one correction because I really am starting to do this all the time. It's not three religions doing their thing at the same time. It's two religions doing their thing, and a cult is stepping into their religion. <laughs> okay. I'll the, use that. I'll use that. And, okay. I'll, I'll follow your lead with that. Okay. <laughs> because Islam is not a religion. I guarantee you that. Uh, about 7% of Islam is what could be uh, eligible to get the title of religion, which is the prayer and the fasting and all. But that's it, 7%. The rest is ideology, it's a cult, it's a brainwash system, it's a military system. So, but, but as far as the date goes, no, you're not off. Uh, with Arabic calendar, with Islamic calendar, a certain um, time could, over time, move between seasons. Ramadan is actually one of them. They never know the exact date of the start or end uh, shortly before it does the start and end, they do their own Islamic measurement and calculation or whatever it is, and they start it. And then even you never know when Ramadan ends exactly until about a week before it ends when they announce the aid, which is the last day of Ramadan. Um, and so that's the thing. The Islamic calendar, certain certain rituals can move around and over years it actually ends in a very different place let's say 14 15 years ago ramadan was in the middle of uh winter which people even muslims prefer ramadan in winter days are shorter uh, it's not hot so you don't get dehydrated i don't know if your audience know how they do the fasting but you pretty much eat right before sunrise you don't eat or drink anything until sundown so let's say right now, for example, you are going to starve and dehydrated for about a good, I think, 14 hours hmm. from sun up okay. to sundown. So, but yes, that, the month of the, the Ramadan, I, I want to say there's another Safaz, that's another traditional thing that it, it doesn't dramatically change from year to year, but over time it does. Their calendar doesn't work like ours. 
the Islamic calendar is not a seasonal calendar. It's a tradition of Islam calendar, if that makes sense. So it, it totally does. It changed. Yeah, it's like it's like a floating holiday that you know when we have a floating holiday, it, it's actually based on how many days from a from a, from another holiday, right? Otherwise, you've got your Christmas, exactly. you've got like Easter. Easter's a Easter's a floating holiday, but you know it's forty days after Lent starts. Or close to that, like that's when 40, 42 days, somewhere in there, and it's a certain certain Sunday, blah, blah, blah. But this sounds like it's a floating holiday for a whole month, but they don't make announcements. So it's just whenever they want to control things. So I guess that's very symbolic of the religion. And it could be throughout any time of the year, just based on when they feel like doing it, which uh, that doesn't make that's, sense. That's but that sounds like what it is. Very interesting. Yes, that's the thing. The reason I say a huge part of it is the military. They they have last at least 12 years that I've noticed. They are manipulating. What you just said is exactly what they're trying to do. Three religion doing their thing together. Because remember, there's the interfaith dialogue, right? Mm-hmm. Let's manipulate the situation into look. We even have traditions that cross, uh, uh, you know, crosses with yours, and we, you know, the whole coexisting, they are manipulating their calendars into more and more. I mean, internally, the Muslim representatives are trying to take over our holidays. Now, mind you, this isn't me being, you know, some sort of conspiracy. I come again from a country called Iran, which was not Islamic, had its own calendar. It has more than 2,700 years of history in the calendar. But when Islam took over, that calendar was trashed. The Islamic calendar took over. Um, so all the Iranian holidays except two, they tried to get rid of those two, they couldn't, we fought back. Except two holidays, the rest of the holidays were literally deleted. All the Islamic holidays took over. Now you're watching the same thing happening here in America. For example, when Ilhan Omar is trying to name July as the Islamic month celebration, because that is our 4th of July. I mean, could, it, could you possibly go after a better day of holiday to re- rewrite with Islamic holiday? No. That's how you get rid of That's why Farah Friesens, Nani Darvish, myself, uh, Sandra Solomon, all of us ex-Muslims do mention, remember, Islam will strip you of your entire existence and give you a brand new uniform called Islam. It will erase your history. It will erase your personality. They will arrest your ancestors and just make you believe that from day one you were a Muslim. That's what yeah. they're doing here in America. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump topic, but it just hit me like no, that's no, what they, they do. They manipulate their calendar. Well, and, and it makes sense because of, of, of everything that's been going on for the past two years, really hardcore past year with this whole, I mean, really, I think it started 18 when um, that crazy, that pack of wolves, those four, the, uh, what do they call them? The, what is it? The squad. The, the squad, yeah. When they got in and all of a sudden you're like, whoa, these people are nuts. And then they're real, you know, she's pushing that Islam. She hates Jews. She hates America. And you're like, oh, my God, how is this person in a position that they have a voice and they can make decisions that affect our lives? This is not, this is not safe and this is very dangerous. And then uh, obviously, you know, everything that's going on with the, the Biden Nazi regime and, and, and the decisions that are being made and the destruction of the country and then the invasion of, of all of these, um, you know, the Afghans. And you mentioned this on, on the shows that you've been on and, and about the refugees coming here and, and all of that and, and, and how they're, 
I want you to I want you to mention and go into a little bit of detail on any of those updates, especially with um, the abuse for women and the child brides that they're bringing here. And we we're it's not that we're looking the other way; we're actually encouraging it. Um, and then I heard that Ramadan thing, and I'm like, okay, that's just another layer to try to you know, like you said, unify, normalize. They want it to be uh, just like commonplace, like it's oh no big deal. And they want you to accept it just like they want you to accept that uh, pedophilia is totally normal and cool. Like, you know, way to go Disney, right? Like everybody's a trans all of a sudden. And there's just the, us regular people. Um, you know, at least we're clued in and we're catching it. But it's because anything that has to do with Islam and Iran, you know, I love to say it like that. And um, Sharia is almost uh, is, is so um, is so taboo. Uh, and they, they made it like that. So all of a sudden, like, what are you, um, you're Islamophobia. They're like, no, no, no. I just don't think that a man should be married to a 10 year old. Like that's not, you can call that what you want, but it's, that's not what, I don't have a problem with those people. I have a problem with their ideology and their beliefs, like you're mentioning, but it's just, um, I think so many people have stayed off of that topic. Uh, but it's once you actually pay attention, and especially listening to the information that you're providing on a regular basis, you go, this thing's more out of control than uh, we know about because it's being suppressed because they want to, you know, it's, like, it's more like an infestation than an invasion. You want to comment on that based on all the, and, and, and all the new things that you're, that you're going to share. I'm, I'll make sure that you wrap that just before three, because I know you, you, you've got other things to do, like get ready for your show tomorrow. Um, also, actually, I will be on with Brian House tonight at 8.15 Central Time, 9.15 Eastern. We're oh, going to cover, we're going to break a lot of breaking news on Iranian nuclear deal, so just plugging it out. But yes, I do need to go get ready for that one. But before that, uh, you see, what you mentioned, it's exactly what a lot of us, like Dr. Jamie Glasgow, Brian House, myself, Dr. Bill Warner, Claire Lopez, we've been talking about this for many years before they started doing it openly mm-hmm. and publicly, which is known as the Unholy Alliance or Red-Green Axis. You see, yeah. they want to normalize their, you know, pedophilia. What do we do? We bring Muslims, we let them have their child bride, we normalize it, and when we do it, it's normalized. They are using the toolbox that I call Sharia, the been using the toolbox for many years, especially if you look back, 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 Elhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib aren't the first one. Keith Allison is the first guy who came in, guns blazing, normalizing Sharia. Now, mind you, Keith Allison isn't even a Muslim born. Keith Allison is a man who converted to Islam by choice. Oh, that's even worse. That's the information a lot. When I tell people, they're like, wait, what? Oh, yes. In 1982, Keith Allison, by choice, converted to Islam. It, 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 it takes a special kind of evil man to choose Islam. Mm-hmm. When you're born to it, you're born to it. The brainwash starts early on. You, I mean, you're a unique case like me. Okay, great. Otherwise, you really don't even understand what you're doing until too late. But when you, you're at that age... 82, whatever his age was, uh, that was probably, he was, what, 33, 34 years old or something. At that right. point, he had studied, he followed uh, Nation of Islam, and he decided, oh, yeah, this is the evil I want to be. And then he got 
elected and then he gained power. And today, Keith Allison has played a huge role in the term of Islamophobia. Keith Allison is the man that an ex-Muslim who is now a Christian pastor, Iranian Christian pastor, was put in handcuffs in Minnesota at a mall for simply preaching Christianity. This is what we're facing. But years and years, as you said, people looking away, looking away, they normalize so much of it that now if we, if we do really pay attention, we're like, wait a minute, look back, September 11, 2002, the reaction to now the subway shooter in New York, no reaction at all, even though right. a Muslim, that's the thing to this day. Nobody is talking about the fact that this guy was a Muslim. They're all talking about he was a black supremacist. And he, no, he was a Muslim. He committed his Ramadan jihad. Hello. Oh, Can we make yeah. a dot, connect the dots here? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, we're, 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 that's the thing. Sadly, our own stream, uh, our own, sorry, not the stream, uh, our own conservative media isn't even educated enough to say, oh, wait. This guy was a Muslim. Yeah, they're not. Who I mean, it's, it's really Christians. The only the other people that you mention are really the only ones. I mean, there's maybe one or two other ones that touch on it a little bit, but other than that, that core group is the only ones I've ever heard talk about it. And it is it is much deeper and it is a much bigger issue because they they have they have their tentacles into all the different layers, whether it's the government or um, even into the, 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 the education systems or the nonprofit organizations. I mean, CARES, look at that, that, that disaster mess. And they have the influence of the media that's on their side. You know, that's the 13 bigs. We talk about all the bigs. So they're, they're intertwined in that. But they're, they're, on a, they're on the long-term game. You know, like they're like the Chinese, the CCP. They're in it for the long run. So, and we're, of course, everything is short run. So, um, you know, it's a much bigger issue. But um, before you, uh, what do you got, five minutes? Do you want to give me get five minutes? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So um, what's the most recent that you've been, you've been hearing? So I know what you do, and this is what I think the, one of the other extreme values that you provide. You actually listen to their news and read their publications and then translate it, which most people, because when they, when, when we're watching whatever trickles out, and even if we think it's pretty much a good news source, which it's usually, it's not, unless it's really the ones that you just mentioned, how, how do we know what they're translating is actually true? Or maybe they, they translate the first half of the sentence and then they eh, ease up on the second, which is when it was like, ah, I'm going to kill you and a fatwa and a jihad and all that. They just leave that part out. I don't trust any of them, just like I don't trust the Ukraine situation with that and the Russians and nobody should, you know, it's wag the dog. We talked about it a while ago. So it's, you can't trust them, but you're reading exactly what their, what their, their information, their news are. So what, what's going on that we need to be aware of? Uh, and then of course, any updates on that uh, Iran deal, which is just going to be disastrous because you know, they're going to go through with it and give them the farm. Uh, well, the first part of the question, I will tell you that for absolutely they are sugarcoating anything they're translating. That I can guarantee you. Because, for example, right now, ISIS. You know how everybody told you ISIS is gone except me? I said, no, ISIS is just there, very well, powerful still. ISIS members put out a request Sunday. When was Sunday? Yesterday. Yeah. That 
since the Ukraine situation is going on, go ahead and take advantage of the chaos in Europe, commit Islamic Jihad in revenge of one of our leaders that American soldiers killed. Did you follow that, Papa? No, say it again, because I want it to sink in. I want it to sink in. Let's take advantage of the Ukraine situation to commit jihadist, jihad, Islamic terrorism in Europe to revenge the killing of one of our leaders by American soldiers. Oh. Now, you said that yesterday? Bring up yesterday. Is that yesterday? Oh. Nobody's fresh. talking about it, of course. But that's, you know me, I'm glued to Afghanistan, Iran, Pakistan, Turkey news. That's, where I, that's the funny thing. I'm like, I don't even listen to American news anymore. Why do I want to listen? I know, I know they're lying. I know they're covering up. So I'm going to get my information from where it matters. When I tell everyone that at any moment a ticking bomb of Islamic Jihad is happening in Western countries, they think I'm just that paranoid. This whole quote-unquote Ukraine situation is created for one world order order to step in, Muslims take advantage of it. Let's jump in. They don't know if we bombed them or Russia bombed them, right? Right. And nobody's going to investigate. And they dare to put this publicly out there because they know nobody's going to go talk to them. Nobody's going to investigate them. Nobody's going to even care. Because as far as people are concerned, ISIS is gone. No, it isn't. None of these alphabet soup of jihadists ever gone. They're not. They're here to stay, and unless we take them all out and put a wall of fence around them, they're going to keep on coming in. Now, Europe doesn't have enough to worry about. Now they have to worry about the upcoming terrorist attacks under the name of Russia-Ukraine war. And when I say they don't care who you are, they want to take revenge on American soldiers, but guess who they're planning to kill? Europeans. They don't care. You're not a Muslim. You're not a Muslim. End of the story. We got to stop doing the whole, let's just get along for the purpose of getting along. There is no getting along with this people. Is there? For someone who's willing to kill innocent Europeans because American soldiers killed their leaders, can we really get along with this kind of people? No, and you can't change them. If that's their, like you said, that's the belief. That's the ideology. That's what they were brought up with, unless they're crazy enough to convert, like uh, Keith Ellison, who's still the attorney general, I believe, in, in Minnesota. But they, um, uh, that's just what they believe. I mean, you're, you're not going to change that person. You're not going to go ahead and unify. You're not going to hold hands and sing Kumbaya, and everything's going to be okay. They're just going to do their destruction and their they're, uh, you know, killing people because that's, that's what they do. It exactly. It and, and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how much, you, and, and I want to put this out there because I had a live feed on my Facebook last week and I did say, I said what I said and you know me, I don't apologize for saying what I said because I don't run around and say things until I calculated and thought about it. I want your audience to know just because somebody is titled a conservative reporter doesn't mean you should trust them. Our mm. site has been deeply infiltrated. I guarantee you, in any shape or form, if you are following anyone who is talking about radical Muslim versus moderate, walk away, don't listen to them. 
we are at a point that if they want to continue collecting their donations and keeping their organization and refer to moderate versus radical, they are part of the problem. There is no such a thing as radical Muslim versus moderate Muslim. There is no such a thing as hijacked Islam. There is, there is one Quran. If a Muslim chose to not read the Quran and claim to be a Muslim, that's their problem, not mine. If they read the Quran and continue claiming to be Muslim, knowing within that Quran it says you can sell a child as a wife, then they are part of the problem. There are no more excuses. There is no more look the other way. We're done. I am done. I will not tolerate anyone who's going to try to sell me an idea of not all Muslims are bad. Nobody said all Muslims are bad. Not all anything is anything. But... But I am still waiting for one good moderate Muslim to come and tell me, listen, Annie, I understand the bounties they're putting on your head could be terrifying. I want you to know that if it ever happens in front of me, I will step between you and them. Hmm. If they're quietly sitting by, as I said Six years ago, I said, you claim your religion was hijacked, go and take it back. Right. You don't get to sit comfortably in your home and swing between sides of one day I'm wearing my hijab, one day I'm not wearing my hijab, one day I'm a good Muslim, one day I have Christian friends. No, we're done. It's time to pick a side. There's no middle of the road. And that applies to everything. It's time to pick a side. You need to pick a lane whether it is you're talking about the the Muslim religion, Islam, or you're talking about just us as Americans, you've got to, that's basically part of of the theme for the show today. So I think that that's kind of brilliant. You just said that because I know you weren't listening to the beginning of it. Um, And this is our, and I call it the, it's our Joshua moment. I'm going to bring it back to faith on a good side rather than this, the violent, this violent religion and this horrible ideology. Again, it, you, you mentioned it, it, you think it's okay to have a child bride. Like what? Like who who thinks that's not, that's okay? Like run for the hills, people. Right? That's not okay. I don't care. Just because they they said it was part of your religion, that's a warning sign that it, that's not a good religion to have. It's, well, you said it's a cult. So I can't call it a religion, but it's really about um, again. It's our it's our Joshua moment. This is our time in order to step up, speak up, and show up. Um, because they're encroaching on everything that, uh, uh, and even normalizing and making everything okay to make it just seem like it's just part of the, it's part of the fray, part of the stream. It's not a big deal. This is just how it is. Um, anything you want to add real quick about the Iran deal that's coming up and then I'll, I'll, I'll let you go work on your show. Cause you got, you also are going to be on tonight at, um, uh, eight, what is it? Eight fifteen central time, right? Yeah. Yeah. I will be on with Brandon. Uh, I have bad news. I have terrible news, and then I have good news on Iran deal. So I'll give you the terrible news. There is one last negotiation that Iran is going to do with Biden administration. That is, Biden administration will pick a term, and if Iran agrees to that term, Biden administration is going to remove IRGC from our terrorist list. What that means is, operators of IRGC, Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, will be allowed to come back to America and be active. That means facing a lot more terrorism. 
For me personally, that is absolutely terrifying because IRGC has me on two different lists of their hit list. That's terrifying news. The bad news is uh, Biden administration has decided that most likely the term they're going to put on the table for Iran to pick will be some sort of promise and not an action which is going to make it easier. I mean, Iran's regime has made many promises they never kept, but Biden is going for it. The great news is a patriotic, American-loving law firm has decided to file a lawsuit against Biden administration for the negotiation with Iran and a second lawsuit standing by. If this deal is finalized, that will be the second lawsuit that people of America will sue Biden administration for breaking the law and negotiating with terrorists. Wow. That is the good news. Yes, That's ma'am. actually really good news. I'm surprised the law firm did that. I mean, it's been so hard to get law firms to represent because they're all, uh, you know, they're all controlled by big corporations uh, and the government. It's hard to get them to even when they, people were filing against the mandates and the masks and the COVID and all that. So um, I'm, yeah. wow, that's great that somebody decided to uh, do their job and step up to the plate. Yes. If, if your audience likes, they can just look up uh, America first lawsuit. They get the copy of the first lawsuit that has already been filed. There's a copy of the second one standing by all the details on it. So the first, Lawsuit is already in motion, so they have already filed it. Probably not necessarily a stop by the administration, but it might make them have to make tweaks to their terms. And on that note, Iran might walk away from this deal. So we'll see how that works. We see this is where praying and taking action comes to picture. We prayed, someone took action, we might have a chance. Yeah, well said, my friend. Such a uh, such a pleasure having a conversation with you. You know, you know, I always enjoy talking to you, especially your knowledge in this arena is so extensive that um, any of the conservative, well, alt-conservative shows that want to actually talk about some real issues, I encourage anybody that's listening to reach out to Annie and um, have her on because you're going you're gonna to get some great information. But it's not, if it was something isolated where it wasn't really applying to here, but it really parallels current events, everything that's going on in this country, what has been happening really hardcore for the past year. And like I mentioned earlier, 2018 is when it started. And it affects decisions. It affects laws. It affects people's lives. So it is something that's just, uh, it actually needs to be discussed more because more people had the information that you were just sharing, then they wouldn't be, you know, in fear or cow, cow town or cow down to, uh, a conversation when somebody pushes back and says like Islamophobia, like, oh, please, I'm just call me a racist and a, and a domestic terrorist and roll it all into one, even has nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? Just go, whatever. Exactly. Throw that, in the names. My, my response normally to anyone trying to label me is, you do realize I grew up being called a half a human. There is nothing you can say that's going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, dude, that was really like, that's kindergarten. I'm used to like college insults. Come on now. Like, please bring it. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, I, can like, you man oh, up? You call me a Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, please. 
Please, what are you gonna what are you gonna do? You gonna be <laughs> you gonna pull my hair too? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you're a real man? Then that, let's 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 tango yeah. here, buddy. Come on. Give me something that's worth I can I guess, sink my teeth into. They're gonna start the screaming in the middle of the fight too. <laughs> I was I was I was saying it completely irrelevant to the topic, but uh, it is uh, relevant to the whole, you know, transgender movement. But there was an Iranian uh, guy who I follow on TikTok. He did a video of, hey, my brother, you want to do makeup? That's fine. You want to do your nails? That's fine. You want to clean up your eyebrow? Wear a skirt? That's why are you screaming in the middle of a fight? Where are we going with this man here? <laughs> why are you screaming? Yeah, he's screeching. You're like, whoa. This <laughs> It's like that's like wow! I had to stop. I had to stop trying to punch because it was like it hurt my ears. Like what is going on? You know. Yeah, but that's the thing. Going back to the values of this beautiful nation is that it's not about the fact that they want to empower women. That's not it. They want to they want to demasculate the men because remember our Christian values says men are the protectors. When men Mm -hmm. aren't protecting anymore. The society is not going to survive when, I, when there are no more. I mean, we already seen the result of fatherless household in America. They're just yeah, expanding yeah. that. They're, they're, they're turning it to way where daddies are at a school bearing, you know, whatever, what is drag queens at a school teaching kids drag queen and yeah. stuff. You're like, uh, you're somebody's father. That shouldn't be yeah. happening. Well, they destroy the American family. Then they can destroy the country. And they did a great job actually destroying the black family back in the 60s when they were normalizing women to just get on welfare and kick the dads out. I mean, they, they orchestrated that. And you guys have mentioned it on, uh, on the show numerous times, which then parallels and it just all flows into where we are now. And you just look around and you go, I don't even recognize this, this country anymore as to where it is. But again, the way we stop it, the way we, we got to stand up, show up and speak up. And you got to do that because you got to participate, and you got to uh, you got to get in the game, people. Like I said, this is our time, our Joshua moment to do that. And I'll just wrap that up after. Uh, Annie, you want to give your website, and then you can go get uh, go get ready because it's showtime tonight at uh, eight fifteen p.m. Central Time, six fifteen p.m. Pacific Time, and that is on uh, FrankSpeech.com. Annie's going to be on Brandon House sharing some of this information. So, what website do you want to promote, and do you, what do you want to do? You want to uh, anything else that you got to plug? Sure, honestly, liveuptofreedom.com is the best place to go because you find my artist store there, you find my videos, you find links back to my Frankest Speech archive of uh, shows. Liveuptofreedom.com. Spend a few minutes looking around, you find everything. You might find something interesting there. Yeah, and Annie is a very talented artist, too. She's on our marketplace. So if you're over there looking at other products and services, Annie's there. So look at it. She's going to be in, like, the, the, the home section, the artwork section, things like that, and the gift section. So go check out some of the great, the great artwork that she does and, like, functional things. Like, there's candles. There's, like, vases. There's, there's a bunch of things. There's not just something you stick on the wall. So there's multiple things in there that I know that you'd be very happy with. So go check that out and... It's a great way to get some great things for the house, great gifts, and also support Annie and everything that she's doing. Then, and make sure you tune in daily now. Oh my gosh, you you know what you got yourself into with the Daily Show, and that's at uh, twelve thirty Pacific time, um, and two thirty Central time, three thirty Eastern time over at Frank's Beach. Well, congratulations on the show, my friend. You deserve it. 
And um, we're going to tune in tonight. I'm going to tune in tomorrow during the day. And I'm going to watch today's, today's, uh, today's show, Groundbreaking. So this is like the first show of its kind that's actually going to be focusing on like the Middle East and all the stuff that's going on. Definitely on Frank's Beach, but I don't think there's really any other networks that focus on it that much. This will be interesting. Well, thank you. I appreciate you and your support. And yes, I will make sure I know what I got myself into, but honestly, it is my pleasure to invest the time and get it done because everybody needs to know just Truth. because it's not inside America doesn't mean it's not affecting us. Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully the, uh, the, the, the crazy people out there that like to attack us will actually start printing some information and, and, and come after with a couple of hit pieces because then you're going to get widely popular because people are going to be like, oh, my God, I'm definitely tuning in now. <laughs> Those guys said, this, we can't believe that they're talking about this, and that means that's something you want to tune into. So hopefully they will. You know, no, no, uh, no, no uh, bad press is no, it's not, uh, it's not bad. Real bad press is not bad press anyway. So no press is bad press. So yeah, let's, uh, let's hope that they, they tune in and they, they, uh, they don't like what they hear. That would be the best publicity you could ever get. So that's a good thing. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I, I am looking forward because in a day or two, we will open up emails uh, for audiences sending questions, and I cannot wait to receive all the hate mails. Oh, yeah. Highlight <laughs> of my day. Are they going to do phone calls, too, or just emails? At this point, considering my error spot is only 30 minutes, I don't yeah, think we can time. manage to put in calls. And now, if it becomes a success, if at some point uh, – Mike yeah. sees fit to expand it to an hour, and if I can fit it into my schedule, at that point we might start opening phone calls as well. But as of right now, we figured, you know, because Just I know enough. what I do creates a lot of questions. Oh, so yeah. we need to have a way for people to ask, and I can, you know, dedicate five, ten minutes of the show or at least once or twice a week to answer some of the questions. So we will open that, and I'm pretty sure – and here's the thing, it's just for your audience, you know, I am seriously serious when I say it's the highlight of my day because when you get hate mail from Muslims, it's not, it doesn't get to me, remember, I, I, it doesn't. But what it does for me is it proves my point for me. Right. All yeah. I do is put them on a screen and you'll see where these people come from. You'll see what they want to do to people like me. And that's when I don't have to prove any further of Quranic verses. These are real life people breathing every day among us and they want to do the things they say they want to do to me. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 criticizing the, they proved you correct. And that's all that matters. You say, see, and then you go, oh, yeah, well, see, she's not making this up. No, she doesn't need to. She's just telling you the truth. And you're finally starting to pay attention. It's kind of simple. Exactly. Very simple. I have always said that the Islamic regime in Iran has made my job so easy for me by giving me the death sentence and the uh, lifetime in prison. That's insane. That is insane. But that's how they work. That's what this religion is all about or this cult is all about, everybody. So you've got to keep that in mind. You know, you've been lied to your whole life about everything. So now you're getting the truth. uh, Let it register and then tell your friends. That's how we're going to overcome all this stuff. So, Annie, thank you so much. Have a great day segment tonight and then a and an even more awesome show tomorrow how cool good for you thank you i appreciate this thank you michelle i'll talk to you later my friend thank you you stay safe out there okay bye-bye bye 
Uh, Annie's a good friend of the show. She's been on so much. I enjoy talking to her, and uh, I encourage you to check out her show tonight. She's going to be on Brandon House's show over at Frank's Beach at, um, let's just say, we'll do it in Eastern Time, 9.15 Eastern Time, and then her daily show, Monday through Friday, on Frank's Beach, which is also Lindell TV, is at 12.30 Pacific Time, and that would be 3.30 Eastern Time. And again, um, what I just wanted to mention, and I'm going to wrap it up because I don't want to spend too much more time over the 3 o'clock hour, even though we went over today with everybody. It's just hard. It's hard to shove everybody in when they start getting on a roll and they start talking about some amazing things. It's kind of hard to cut them off at that seven-minute mark, but I'm pretty good about the seven. Well, today I did. I did not. I did not. But I threw in some of the stuff in the middle. I threw in some of the commercials, so that was great. But I did want to reiterate again that it is it is time for everybody to step into the fray, right? We don't have a lot of time left. If you didn't catch that from a lot of the guests that we talked about today, obviously in different areas that they kind of did mention it, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of chaos going on, right? There's a lot of chaos. There's just you know it's primaries. There's elections again. It, I don't want you to think it's all about politics because they've made everything political. Okay, when one you can once once these elected elites, selected elites, literally took over your lives in 2020, that was when your wake up call was, wow, I didn't realize they had that much control. I didn't realize I didn't know anything about anything in politics other than maybe just voting for a couple certain names uh, on a national ballot. I had no idea what destruction is going on within our school system, within our county, within our cities, within our city councils, or who are the yahoos that have actually been elected into a leadership position down at the state capitol. You just, whoa. And now, as they say, the uh, chickens have come home to roost. So, We've been good. We've been getting in the game, but we're just kind of doing it a little half-ass, right? And um, then it, uh, what is better than what we had? What we had was like zero. We're getting better. But again, because they're coming at us from every direction with the agenda truly to destroy the country, mentioned it earlier, interest rates, 10-year high, inflation, 40-year high, border, you haven't seen anything yet compared to what's been coming across. We're talking 20,000 people a month. I guarantee you it's going to be more than that. And every town is a border town. Every state is a border state. And you've got people just flooding over, right? And now we're welcoming them. With wel- we're opening, we're, we're welcoming them with open arms and actually giving them phones and money and clothes and shelter through our fake charities and our NGOs and the Catholic charities of all things. You know, it is literally human trafficking, everybody. It is sex slave trafficking. It is pedophilia. That's just the border. I mean, I can go on and on and on with the stuff that's going on. And as, as Lori even said, you know, they've infested, 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 infested our entire system where you have, as I call them, selected elites, not elected elites that are actually making decisions. We learned, we talked about this two years ago with Rick Manning when we were doing the episodes before the election where they, they have taken over all of the different agencies within the government, not only the three letters, but the departments. So, you know, what, what was, what we were originally talking about and it was the summer of 2020. Um, he was on in the fall episode 191. Oh my God. 127 and 129, I believe 127 and 129. 
really great episodes just before. One was before the election. The second, I think, was after. I don't remember. The first one was really, really good. And he was on recently, and we talked about it, too. Uh, I didn't write it down on my sheet. Let me let me pull it up real quick. I got a minute or two. I think I take a, a little bit of time since it's such a good episode. Oh, 293. So he did this segment with us on 293 and then episode 197. 293 is a really good show. I recommend you listening to that one. Well, they're all really good, but that one's a really that one's really uh, right to the point. But episode 127 was before the election, but we were in that um, we were talking about how um, all of the apartments are so infested so that technically it almost doesn't matter who's in office because they're all so indoctrinated and extreme left ideology where there it was, we were specifically talking about um, property rights and uh, zoning. That's what it was. It was zoning, zoning and property rights. So, um, they already have all their tentacles already layered in. So Trump was in office still, but they were ready to push through something that would just wipe out the ability to distinguish between bulldozing down a rezoning into a single family neighborhood where they could just put in commercial, they could put in, they could put in like industrial, whatever they wanted, because their goal is to not allow you to have a single family home. They want people to be renters, right? You, you will, as Klaus Schwab says, you will own nothing. You will own nothing, and you'll 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 be happy. I gotta work on my accent. Um, you will you'll you'll be nothing, and you'll be you'll like it. You shall like it. My German's off today. My German is off. Uh, so that's what they were doing, and then he had worked for years on getting it stopped, and it actually passed through, and then it got somehow. Trump, they got, they finally got to Trump and Trump was like, oh my God, what is this? And it was passed. It was something that was going to be enacted that they could just do whatever they wanted, literally, because they want to eliminate the family. They want to eliminate the structure. They want to eliminate everything that America stands for. So then uh, Trump stopped it. And you remember, it was kind of weird. Like all of a sudden he's like, oh no, no, this is not going to go through. And he, he got rid of it, which guess what? Well, when uh, Biden uh, uh, was he wasn't elected. When Biden took the position in the uh, office there in Washington, D.C., then, um, you know, the cronies uh, that are in those positions there, uh, they're still there because they're lifers. They're not, they, they're not people that have to get elected. And then even if they needed to appoint, I mean, if you already got the, the crew that's already doing the, the, uh, the evil deeds, I mean, if you wanted to make more of an evil deeder and just throw in another mix. But anyway, so that's going on right now. It's just not probably talk. It's not being talked about um, because they don't want you to know about it. But it's probably happening in other parts of the country. But you just but it's, it's in motion because it was in motion when Trump was there. He stopped it. Now it's it's in motion already. You just don't know about it because they don't want you to know about it. And then again, um, the point of me going off on that little tangent was. We don't have a lot of time left. You've got your primaries coming up. Yes, you have your general election, which is in November. But in the meantime, all of these things behind the scenes are working against us that we're just not necessarily knowing about because you're not hearing about it in the news. But they're already been in motion. They've been in motion for, what, 14 or 16 months that they've been in office where they've had the control where they can't. They didn't have that Trump wall on that one issue. That was the reason why I went with that long story is to give an example so with that being said, now is the time to get into the game, to step onto the playing field, 
And you don't have to do it alone. There's millions of us, tens of millions, but we need to come together. That's the whole Save My Freedom movement. I know it was a long version for anybody who's still sticking with me. Thank you. And who's, uh, and even if you're listening when this goes on demand, thank you for sticking with me, but I hope it makes sense, right? I'm trying to, trying to get that into, uh, into your mindset um, because it, 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 it's that critical that we do this. So again, join the Save My Freedom movement. We're bringing together the different businesses and entrepreneurs and purpose-driven people and organizations and groups and influencers and media. And these are the people who are ready to stand up. They're ready to take action. They're ready to support other patriots. Love America. I mean, don't you want to buy and sell products and services from people who have the same values and beliefs as you do? Yes, that's what we're trying. That's what we're trying to just get across. So we're putting everybody together in one big group, one big posse, one big awesome organization of cool kids. And then you'll be able to find out other groups and organizations and shows like Annie's show. Then you'll see that excuse me, on our new website, you'll see that on there. I mean, yes, it's on there now, but the, the new one's going to be even better. And you'll be able to find all these shows. At, uh, which, which ones? Where is the platform that it's on? What time is it on? Who are the people that I, who are the messages that matter from the people I need to know about? We're putting it all in one location, the ultimate resource platform, but it in, it's not just for resources, for engagement. We want you to network. We want you to collaborate. We want you to be friends with each other. So we've Join forces with different organizations or groups or companies that do that. So they're a part of it, right? So you've got your red balloon where you can have your marketplace and you can have your job listings. And then you've got Public Square, um, who is Michael Seifert, who was on um, my, uh, what was, was the last week's, last week's show? My God, it's been a week already. So he was on last week's show, episode 302, where their community, they're in 11 different states. And it's, it's by states and communities. So you can put your business in there. You can advertise on there. Um, and then you can, there's different communities and different groups and all kinds of different categories. And there's a community forum in there and you can find out about what else is going in the community. So these are the, like two just examples. And, and, and Andrew Krapischutz is the CEO of Red Balloon. If you become part of our Save My Freedom movement or you're on our mailing list, he's going to waive that $25 a month fee to list your business. So again, I'm I'm always trying to I'm always creating value as to why you're going to participate in anything that we're doing in addition to listening to the show. So you're going to get free offers from people, you're going to get discounts, you're going to be exposed to amazing people, and then you're going to get a lot like free things because you're part of this community. But to keep in mind, a community is only as good as the people who are active in it. So I want you to, to join the groups that we're we're getting the save um, in in the Save My Freedom movement. We, we we're going to be doing live events. We're going to be doing live interactions with people. Um, we're going to be doing leadership groups. We've got the Facebook group or the Cloud Hub group. We just put that together. So we've got to get that active. It's, there's not as many people as Facebook, but we're going to drive more to the Facebook. And then we're going back on Cloud Hub this Wednesday at 5 p.m. So if you go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, that's your take action menu. At the top, it says, join the newsletter. Do that first so that we can get the email because we get censored a lot. So you're not going to see some of us stuff on Facebook. I could post on Facebook, four people see it, 5,000 friends. You do the math. It happens on Twitter and Instagram. Again, we like Facebook. I can't live stream. Can't, no one can put any of our domain names or our websites because Facebook hates us and the same with Instagram. So we have to use other methods to get around them. So obviously, if you want to follow us on Getter, I'm getting pretty active on that. And then we're going to be active on a lot of other platforms. 
all the shows are always going to be listed on on uh, the Rumble, so you can always get uh, get the uh, shows on there and the 25 podcast players. And I'm going to start listing all of the Brighteon.tv shows, which you can get if you go to the Take Action menu. You'll see it listed on there. But I'm also going to list them because they're on Brighteon.com. And then you can always catch them on Rumble, too. We're going to start adding all that stuff up. So we've, we've expanded here. We've got some virtual assistance help. So we're going to have the social media. And then we're really going to do engagement with everybody. We want to promote your business. We want to promote your organization, your events, all that. And then have people, more people come on the show. And, and we, that's how we build this community. So, again, it's time for you to step into the fray. You've got to get onto the playing field. This is our Joshua moment. And I'm going to explain what that is if you haven't listened to the shows recently. The Joshua moment he has to do when they cross the Jordan River, right? And that was the turning point on the way to freedom. The waters of the Jordan represent freedom from oppression, breakthroughs, and deliverance. Now, this whole Joshua moment, the reason why I'm calling it that is because it was supposed to be a, the Israelites were supposed to take two weeks to go from Egypt uh, to, to, to go across the Jordan River to Egypt, right? But because they were disobedient and they lacked trust, God kept telling them that I'm with you guys. I'm with you. But because they were afraid, he basically let them wander around for 40, 40 days or 40 years rather until they got their heads, uh, pulled their heads out of their arses. But it was supposed to be a two week journey and it turned into a 40 year multi-generation saga because they didn't pay attention. They didn't follow what God was telling them to do. They thought that they were smarter so two weeks, ironically, hmm, sounds like remember 15 days to slow the spread, which was 700. 15 days to slow the spread, and that caught my attention. So 15 days to slow the spread was 764 days ago. So when I read this about the Joshua moment, right, when I, well, I'm calling it a Joshua moment, that they started with a two-week journey to cross the river from Egypt And to go to like the promised land, right? That it took them 40 years because they were being stupid. They weren't following. They were being disobedient. And they didn't have trust in God. And it kept saying, I'm here. Just go. They're like, "Mm, not really. I'm going to go to the left. I'm going to go to the right. So when um, we did that special with uh, Bill Poirier and Lucy de Grazia, episode 300. 300, I'm going to make that a separate segment got a lot of separate segments to do. All right, it's 323. I'm wrapping this up because I'm hungry and I got to go. I got to go. And for the four people that are still listening, thank you so much. But it does make sense. I'm going to start doing these more sick. We're going to a whole new format we're going to run. We're going to still have this basically show here at Mondays, but we're going to do a whole bunch of other live interactive segments with, with guests and, and videos and things like that. So just, um, just bear with us another week or two and we should have all that up and running. But the point of the Joshua moment is this. Because it is now, we're limited time. Everyone's got to get in the game. I get that you're praying, which you need to. And I know that God wins, but you need to be with him when he wins on the playing field. You can't be on the sidelines and you can't be in the stands because then you're going to lose. So it's time to get involved. And we figured, hey, listen, a lot of people go, Michelle, I don't have the time to do anything in the community. You have two minutes a day. Like you could be, you can be, a, you can be clicking the one-click email campaign that we did, right? That we're still doing. We're trying to get more people to do it. To decertify the Arizona election, HCR Resolution 2033, put on the floor or put into motion by um, put into motion by Mark Fincham. It's pretty simple. Uh, there was extensive fraud. You needed to certify the electors. 
33 rhinos are saying, no, fraud is awesome. We like it. We're not going to support it. There's 14 heroes that have said, yes, we want to certify and sign it. So we created a one-click email all of them campaign, which takes less than two minutes a day with Act for America. That's episode 294. That's episode 294 if you want to tune into that. But if you just go to azsavesamerica.us, it gives you all the information and it gives you the big button and all you have to do is click it, fill out some information and the email goes out to all of them. I encourage you to do it once a day. That would be awesome, right? So those are just... These are low-hanging fruit, two-minute take-action items that we're going to cre- that we've created, and we're going to create more so you can get engaged. You've got to put it in as part of your normal routine, and you know, even if you're going to allocate 30 minutes a day to doing things that have to do with community-oriented, it's not necessarily. And community means you, right? Again, we talked about earlier, they can control your life, your business, your community, your kids, your health, your church, all of it, and that's what they're doing, and they're there to destroy it. So if you don't care about it, then you can't complain about it. But we're here to create this, and, cre- and we are creating it. We have created it, but we need more people to step up to the plate and get engaged. And it's only going to benefit you because you're going to save your personal, financial, and professional freedoms, and you're going to meet some amazing people, and you're going to get some business from it, and you're going to be able to get some promotion, and you're going to get great quality content. You're going to meet amazing people, and you're going to find all this whole other world of alternatives to the evil demons that are out there. I'm like, don't bank with Bank of America. Can't make it more clear. Uh, simple stuff like that, right? Don't support the companies that hate you because they're out to get you and they're going to make your life more difficult. It's hard. You know, what are you going to send? You want to support companies that censor you? You're going to give them money so then they have more money to censor? It's crazy, Right. So until that world is actually built and put together, which is what we're helping work and put together so you can easily find them, then you're not going to have the excuse to say, well, I didn't know where to go. Well, it's right here. No more excuses, remember? So I'm going to read the Joshua 1, 5 to 9, because this is where we are right now. And this applies to your business, your life, and your community. And again, if you go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, that's your take action menu. You're going to join the newsletter. It'll say up on the top. And then it says, there's another tab that says, join the Save My Freedom Movement, and it's all like all info. And that'll take you to the website page, which gives you all the information, the groups that we have to join. Um, and that's just your personal promotion groups and your, uh, your business promotion groups, your networking groups. And then we'll introduce you to all of the rest of the people that are a part of it. I'll tell you, this is a huge community. Let me read this, and then we're out of here. Hmm. I take a drink of water. All right. So Joshua, Joshua was like, the, there was two people that actually went across the, um, the river. Joshua was one of them. And Joshua 159. This actually is business advice, okay? And then, like I said, then I'm going to wrap it up. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live, for I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Mentions it twice. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Okay, stay straight, everybody. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. 
Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Twice. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Three times. Do not be afraid. 365 times in the Bible. Or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So, yeah, you know what? We got this. We got this if we do it in numbers. We got this if we believe. We got this if we pray, plan, and take action. And you're praying. You need to start the day that way. You're going to pray. You're going to plan. You're going to take action. You're planning. You're planning not only what you're doing in your business world. You're planning by becoming a, a, a group, part of our group. And then we're showing you how to take action. We do it in numbers. Our power is in our numbers. And don't forget, the biggest and the greatest freedom fighter of all times was Jesus. He rose yesterday. So let's pick up where he left off because time is a fleeting. And that is all she wrote, boys and girls. Again, go check out our marketplace. Please do that. And you can go to the Take Action tab, everythinghomeaboutus.com, and you will see that menu there with all the information. Get your Zeb Zelenko immune-boosting um, supplements. I'm telling you, that'll make it. It's a huge game-changer. Go check out my pillow promo code HOME, H-O-M-E, right here on store, flag shirt company. There's six different patriotic companies that have Patriot on all kinds of gear. My Patriot Supply, you name it. There are so many different businesses and, organi- businesses and companies over there. Annie stuff is over on the marketplace. Um, all of you, and there's help and uh, all, all kinds of great stuff. So go check that out. Go buy some stuff that you're going to normally buy anyway, but just go to our website because then it generates the, the 2 to 20% that is then donated to our groups and organizations, Best Pets, Kids, and a Freedom with us. Focus on the Freedom Fighters because they don't get no money. They don't get no money, right? Oh, and by the way, don't give any money to the RNC. Don't give money to the GOP. Don't give any money to these big groups and organizations. They don't need it. They get it from all the kind of sources. And if you're going to support a candidate and you're going to write a check, you better know everything about them. And we're going to be showcasing all of the good ones. And I'm going to do a whole separate uh, web page so that way you can find this information. Because I don't think it's out there. We're just going to make it nice and clear. So let's just wrap this up. Wrap this up and then make sure you tune in to... Um, well, again, I gotta, I'm going to change my phrases. So I'm just going to do a reminder. Make sure you put on your common sense. Try to leave it on all day. Encourage your friends to do so. And once you commit, everything changes. I think we're talking about renewing our faith, and we're going to do that. So special thank you to all of the partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network. Their episodes, informations are listed on our website, and you can find them very easily. The new website's going to be amazing. Make sure you tune in. If you can, to brighttown.tv at 4 p.m. Pacific time this Friday. I've got Michael um, Seifert from Public Square. He's the CEO. And then we're going to go local, Arizona. I'm bringing on Marissa Hamilton, the uh, founder of EZAZ, and she's got a big position over there at FreedomWorks. So we're going uh, national when it comes to that kind of stuff. So that's, that's going to be a great show. Don't forget to tune in next Monday, another amazing show at 12 p.m. Pacific time, our talk radio show. We've got eight guests with all kinds of quality content to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. Join the movement. It'll change your life. I promise you'll get business from it. If you put a little back into it, you show up, you will actually get much more than a business transaction. You'll meet some new friends. You'll find out some amazing people all over this country. I didn't get a date out of it. Who knew? Who knew? So go do that. And uh, this was a long show. I'm sorry. I'm just... uh, I don't know, kind of 
felt like I had to get all that in there. So we're going to condense it. I'm going to tune it all up this weekend. I'm going to try to get back on track. I had a bunch of shows where I was in, in it for the, uh, <laughs> the proper time frame. But we're going to get back on that track to get you in and out. We're going to start doing a whole bunch of special segments. So I'm going to play a little bit of, uh, I'm going to do two songs, you know, that uh, We Are the Revolution song. I love that. And then we're going to do some God Bless the USA. We are out of here. Um, make sure you subscribe. Uh, not only do I want you to do it for the um, the newsletter, subscribe whichever podcast player you listen to, uh, especially the live versions, right? To your uh, everythinghomelive.com, everythinghomelive.com. It's on that take action menu because we're going to start going live. We're going to start going live, and you're going to be you're going to have some amazing content. We're going to actually start going live every day. Um, and Rumble is 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 pretty much good. Getter seems to cut in and out. Blog Talk Radio is there, Clout Hub, um, LinkedIn, Twitter. But, yeah, you, you uh, go to the and, and, and subscribe so you got that. And then, of course, the newsletter. Cause we're going to start uh, we're start doing a live thing. It's just um, we don't have a lot of time left. So if that's what it's going to take to get people engaged and to be networking and collaborating, well, then that's what we're going to do. So here's a good inspiration. Here's some good inspiration to uh, say hell no. And then step up to the plate, you know, again, be the 2.0 version of YOU in 2022. The time is now. It is our Joshua moment. It is our duty. Because as a good friend of mine just recently said, fear, regret, much worse than anything else. Fear, regret, much worse than anything else. Fear is false evidence appearing real. Everything that you're seeing now, all propaganda and fear, everybody. So fear the regret much more and get off your arses and do something for your business, for your life and your community. And I'm giving it to you on a silver platter. I'm introducing you to hundreds, then thousands of new friends. You just got to show up. That's it. I did all of the rest. I did all the hard work. I found the bodies and I put them into one mix and now they're multiplying like rabbits. So join us. Save my freedom. This is your freedom, personal, financial and professor. We're out of here. Share the show. Share the platform. Tell your friends. It'll be worth it. Trust me. Trust me on this one and wait to see what's coming. We will not comply with the institution's sick illusion. No, it won't be televised. Welcome to the Tomorrow all the things were gone I'd worked for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up
been listening to Everything Home with Michelle Swinnick. Life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness. To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace, visit everythinghometalkshow.com slash episodes. And to listen, subscribe, rate, review, like, follow, comment, and share, go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com and find us on all the major listening platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you were entertained, and we hope that you picked up some real-life, tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over the limit by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details.